All right, we're here. Hopefully, we'll get, we'll build up some viewers here in a second. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Pre showing it up a little bit. Absolutely. Getting How it you primed. feeling? You boxed this morning. I fucking did dishes. We're fucking <laughs> ready to fucking go. Yeah. Uh, you know, no, I, I got a day today because I, I got to take today off from driving. So when I do that, I got to jam in some practical things, you know. Is that what you're like, little, your, your, your discipline for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. You know, even though. We could have done it tomorrow. I, I want to be able to drive for right. a good five or well, six hours. Well, let's start tomorrow. the show then. Yeah, absolutely. From Atlanta, Fulton We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December seventh, night. And a question, a psychopath. here we did it yeah man as you know it always takes me that intro song takes me to a play you know I, i'm sort of open when i first start the show and it sort of primes me in the right way that's what good rock and roll music does absolutely all right welcome to the show everybody i'm keith pazel this is my podcast uh we're gonna watch tv we're gonna make fun of it and try and get into some worldly topics through <laughs> making fun of television uh that's what we do every week welcome to the viewers who watch every week to the new viewers and listeners to the thousands uh, that is the truth listeners we actually have what we have uh what was it, like two two thousand downloads <clears throat> it gets around like 1500 i have to look i could okay, actually look okay okay that, you know hey that's more than i would ever expect <laughs> I mean, I'm, uh, you know, but at the same time, we've put the time in, you know, we, we've oh, worked, yeah. you know, we've been consistent at least, you know, Got so. a little format going here. Uh, yeah, that's been a key breakthrough for me and my satisfaction level with the podcast. I kind of think we figured out kind of the spine of the show. Here's the thing about it, Keith. People have sometimes accused me, you know, you're a tight ass, Let's whatever. Let's start channel surfing you here. You know, they, 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 implying you're cheap kind of implies you're a tight ass, you know frugal uh, you're the, frugal no, the fact is the fact is you have to have some structure in your existence you have to you need it when you create the structure then you can actually be goofy within that james structure. bailey's in the chat here by the way you know again if you have the spine of the show figured out which i think we're i think we're evolving but i think we're getting there so oh yeah for those of us listening my uh, problem <laughs> is is here's my issue sometimes i get excited about the show in the days leading up to it yeah and then the night before and the night of it isn't even stage fright i just kind of will weirdly lose my enthusiasm for stuff that's why i kind of like preparing late yeah because yeah 
for some reason, whenever I'm prepared, like I'll get excited preparing the shit. Yeah. And I'll have all my notes. This is what I'm going to say here. Yeah. And then like bef- hours before the show, I'll be standing around my kitchen being like, oh, that was dumb. Why was I excited about that? Like I just lose confidence in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, again, that, to me, that is a that. And I know from a life of suffering of anxiety that definitely <laughs> again, you know, depression is the opposite side of the same coin as anxiety. Anxiety and depression are on the same coin. And there's the same kind Two of emotion. Two sides of the coin. It's a B-side kiss <laughs> fucking track right there. Oh, that was a deep cut. God, I just heard. I was listening when I was driving. I was listening to uh, Hotter Than Hell. Hotter hot, than hot. It, it, it's all about this like, like a hot woman. She's hotter than hell. And probably <laughs> 15. Is, listen. Their music, and when I was a kid, you got to understand, that was like Marilyn Manson or something in my seven-year-old mind. It was like this dark, scary thing. or so, And you listen to their music, it is so bad. They've got a couple, Deuce is a decent song. Nothing to Lose is a good song. Yeah, Firehouse is yeah, a no, good song. Uh, yeah, who, 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 got, Gotta Choose. Remember the song Gotta, gotta choose? choose is good. That's a slow one, right? Yeah, well, I remember that that was a song that was played... <laughs> When I was in the eighth grade, Mike Cross, a musician in my junior high school, was a Kiss fan. And and the band played uh, Kiss has Gotta Choose. That's what they played for their song. Like Kiss was Kiss was deemed like dark, you know. And well, they you listen, were they spit, spat fire and blood and shit. Yeah, yeah the pyrotechnics. They certainly were one of the first bands Ooh, to really we got a invest Mission Impossible in that. movie here. This is what's good about recording in the morning too. They throw these movies for the stay-at-home fucking gals. Oh, okay, okay, good. To cheese good. over Tom Cruise for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Rob's here. Rob Aponte's here. James Bailey's here in the chat. What I understand about Tom Cruise's career. This, these Mission Impossible movies was the first time he ever did a sequel. He wanted to hold off from doing sequels. I Strutter's think. good. Bailey says Strutter's yeah, good, Yeah, yeah, Strutter. Yeah, but, but boy, come on. I mean, hotter than hell. Is, she's hot. Hot as hell. I think it's hot. Hot, it, hot. It, hotter it, than hell. It, you know she's going to win her own. I mean, rhythmically, it's like, this is not working. Remember when they tried to do a disco record? I, oh, I was made for loving you, baby. You you were made for loving me. That was kisses, you know. But like, Cruz then then started doing sequels. I gotta be honest with you. Whenever I've seen these, like, this looks perfectly fine to me. It's showing off his biceps. It's like how and what you would enjoy about these is yeah. it's not. You don't have to suspend your disbelief too much. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because he actually does this shit. So they do figure it out to where a human being can actually do it. Yeah. Because he has to do all his weird short person stunts. Yeah. (laughs) But it's... I mean, it is. So he really scaled a building. He just had like something underneath him to catch him. Yeah. Yeah. Which which they, which they took out. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm going to do this. Like, wow. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in your psyche, Tom. They Cruise. won't believe I'm scamming the world. I mean, t- if I do this myself. I mean, I guess, again, having never been close to famous in my entire life, but to be that level of fame, I mean, to say, OK, I'm going to retire I don't know. I think he's aging gracefully, Cruz. I mean, he had a blip there. He had a blip, a blip there, you know, with uh, with Oprah and that. Because up to that point, he was literally almost like the perfect man or something. That's how he was, he was being portrayed, yeah. you know. And then, and then he jumped happened. on that couch. Yeah, and it was like, uh-oh, something's wrong here. Let's, let's, let's dig into his here? life. He's just like, please help me. But again, every time I've watched little bits and pieces, these are good movies. I, I, I don't mind. Now, this was and a you know show. Me, I, I'll it? be very critical of a mainstream This movie. was like a 60s television show. I, I, right? I, 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 it was also into the early... I have very faint memories of... <laughs> dun, 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 
dun, dun, dun, and they would show a close-up. They had the music, and they'd show a close-up of a fuse going into a stick of dynamite, like a lit fuse. Oh, yeah, they did that. Dun, dun, and that was like, holy shit. The, 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 the tension that that created in my five-year-old mind was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So I give them credit. You know, yeah, they, they did that in uh, the first movie. They had the fucking dynamite. Like that's, That was like the hook of the first movie. Man, it is him. <laughs> this, it's like, <laughs> oh, he's trying to kick the window in. Okay, James Bailey's right, too. This movie, this franchise did age well. It, like, the the older movies are the cheesier ones. Oh, yeah. They absolutely. got more action-packed, and I feel like he wanted to be, like, a stunt guy as they got more. Like, the first one is more of a movie. There's less stunts. It's more of a yeah. James Bondy, him just yeah. turning corners with gun a gun in his hand and shit. Well, yeah, that, that's uh, well, that's De Palma. That was De Palma's, like, one of his huge Says hits. I don't like one through three of the Mission Impossible franchises. Four through six are fine. It, have there been six total? Yeah. That, that probably that's a, I mean they're coming and then he's got the Jack Reacher movies. Yeah, yeah, which, which is, is like, kind of like this, basically. It's the same thing. He's a different guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> a different guy. It's insane. It's you know, the whole thing of like having to maintain Jack I must Impossible. maintain Do you understand? Tom Cruise has been famous for almost forty years now. For me, his fame started with risky business. Now granted Top Gun like shot him into the stratosphere. Oh yeah, like he totally took the leap with Top. I love Gun. how when we watch Top Gun and they kiss, and you're like, those are two people that have never kissed. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> the opposite exactly, gender. Exactly. <laughs> well, you look at he and Ke- I went back and watched that movie. I've been going through this uh, ha- a habit here during, during the pandemic of watching like '80s movies that I saw in the theater and like comparing my well, response, to, comparing my response now to watching it then. I I've blocked out certain memories. The whole scene where he and Kelly McGillis are kissing i literally blocked that out when i when i watch that now it is so awkward it's like she's such a lesbian and he's so gay you know it's not yeah look at him running down the building he's got to go <laughs> they have to be in dubai they're in one oh yeah they're oh, in yeah, one yeah. of those yeah. man-made cities God. you know most of those buildings are empty they're oh, there oh, to I'm just sure, draw yeah. eyes it's like purely yeah. for a sky skyline for skyline oh, purposes God. it's it's one of the absolute scams one of the absolute scams of look at this look at our economy it's exploding we have buildings like this that are half occupied those fucking yeah. buildings were built on the limbs of american journalists you know you know so well look i think there's probably around. i think there's a lot old, of like electricians and old hawkeye oh, pretending to be a pussy that. here Oh, look at that. Hawkeye has to be brave at some point. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they get a cast. This guy's a totally respected, decent actor. Jeremy, whatever his name is. I mean, he's pretty good, you know? Aponte likes the Peter Graves Mission Impossible show. Absolutely. Said one thing, if you watch the old Mission Impossible show, I never had any interest in the movies. Well, y- y- you have to understand... Peter Graves and also Leslie Nielsen making the leap into comedy with Airplane. I remember from my sensibility, that was like, whoa. And, and Lloyd Bridges? Lloyd, These were like deemed serious actors in my mind when I was like 10 or 11 years old. So them playing these like really goofy over-the-top characters yeah. was, was like, whoa, this is like a different thing for them, you know? What have we got, Hillary? Oh, is this the fucking... Them to win. We, we, we never watched oh, the, the We didn't finish it up. Now they're getting deep into it. Strangers, and I'm sure they already hate me. They're like in the trial. She's not so much of a sassy bitch now because fucking America's chewing this fat bitch alive. They, I think I told you the story about, I used to live next door uh, in, in Wisconsin. We've switched topics to the Clinton thing, by the way. Exactly. I'm doing this for the yes, listeners. Exactly. I realize that since we have thousands of them. Yeah, no, yeah, we have to do that because that's one of the, I think, uh, something we have to work on. Let's put it yeah. that way, of going off topic too much, but you get excited. But we tell people what topic it is. I don't think they yeah. mind the going off topic. It's that we just 
do it without mentioning it. Yeah, exactly. So we'll so. maybe we'll go back to Mission Impossible. Who knows? That's the thing about cable TV. You change the channel, you change your mind. Yeah, yeah that is true. But I was just uh, uh, my point. I was going to go off on with. Uh, with uh, the, the, the the oh, oh the li- Peter Graves I, no, no 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 the impeachment the impeachment uh, the impeachment show that we haven't watched more episodes of but again I live next door to Tommy Thompson's nephew and Tommy Thompson was the governor they knew of about Wisconsin. the dick and, and yeah exactly I remember him telling me like in 1991 when Clinton was it was becoming apparent that Clinton was going to be the Democratic nominee in 91 Jerry Brown had a chance in there too but really it was going to be Clinton and Clinton you know basically why do get, I know that name. Well, Jerry Brown, Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown was, was governor the, yeah, of California. Yeah, was governor. And wasn't he like a fucking swinger and shit? Well, he was the youngest governor. Fucking, he he had, was like 38 he years old when he, he was governor. He had a fishbowl at the door of the governor's mansion. He also mansion. dated Linda Ronstadt. Like he had a rock, country rock star girlfriend. Blue you know? <laughs> but then he became the oldest uh, governor. But he was Moonbeam, they called him. You think him when it. he wouldn't call her? Moonbeam, we give him a nickname. That's when, what we do with the left. We give him a nickname. W- when she wouldn't fuck him, he'd get blue bayous. <laughs> No, I think that, uh, uh, but anyway, uh, the, the, the playbook. So Brown had a chance, but Clinton was becoming the apparent guy. And he had a good showing in Wisconsin. And I bumped into this guy who was my neighbor, who was Tommy Thompson's nephew, who was being groomed for Republican uh, uh, success in the future, being groomed from a young age of making money in Wisconsin and knowing how to do it. And he was just like, oh, yeah, Clinton's got a, a problem with skirts. He's got a problem with Ooh, women. skirts. He's they, got a problem with the skirts. They eh? knew. They knew, like, that was his weak, weakness. So they brought that out in a second term because when he got reelected, that was a real kind of slap in the face to the Re- Republican Party because they they arrogantly thought, oh, oh we, we've we've mastered this presidential thing with Reagan. We're going to always Kumail get Kumail is in this commercial. I know. I can't. I, can't, I really. Uh, no, I want to talk about. Other, oh, I, no. But look at it. I know. Look I at know. his chiseled fucking Hollywood face. Yeah, well, he looks yeah. like a claymation doll now. <laughs> Look at that guy. Yeah, I, I, I really. Well, you know, I'm sorry. I can't. It uh, looks like someone smashed his face with a brick, but really, he paid a doctor to smash his face with a brick. <laughs> well, I think he, you know, he worked out like I think for his a head solid didn't year. match his body at that point. Yeah, he still had a round nerd head. Yeah, yeah. But Jerry Falwell, fucking Bill Clinton, Dick. Well, well, yeah, had a yeah. problem with skirts. Yeah, Tommy yeah. Thompson sounds like the namesake of the gun. By the way, well, yeah. Well, Tommy Thompson was the governor in Wisconsin for that. That's when the state became a rightward shift. It, it went from a progressive state, they said, to a purple, but no, it became right wing. But but it was uh, so they knew his weakness was then. So so they planted that. They knew they were going to go after him on that level. So they went after him, and quite successfully, it worked. It worked you know, but at the I same mean, he time, won, but it worked. No one trusted him after that. Well, but the thing about the country, I don't trust you with my daughter anymore. Again, I will say this, and what upsets me so much, my financial, and I have to just let go of this when I think of my 20s and economically how the country was doing so well yeah and, and a lot of it was because clinton did a very good job they passed some very smart sensible budgets and it flew in the face of the idea that government can't work it actually said no government can actually kind of work when run properly so they did not want that to be a narrative i mean culturally so the 90s this. fucking dominated too the 90s was oh. the peak of human civilization by far well because well, again it was the peace dividend of the cold war ending you know oh we can pump billions back into tens of billions back into us so there was a real dividend the peace dividend of that and that all changed on september 11th yet, yet the issues the issues and the problems were still there in the 90s obviously and the playbook was being figured out of course but september 11th and i knew it i was like this is going to be a bad thing and there's going to be bad decision after bad 
I can think well on a macro level. Sometimes on the micro level, I yeah. fall short. Anyway, well, here's here's yeah. on a mi- micro level. We'll get into <laughs> yeah. some topics, some commercial topics. We're going to get into We got the ESPN on right now, so we'll get into some sports stuff. Your boy, Adrian Peterson, is a Tennessee <laughs> Titan. I knew he was going to be picked up by someone. I was like, yeah, he'll, 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 he'll still get a, a half-season paycheck. He needs that money because I got a feeling he didn't handle his cash very well. Oh, I'm sure. If I'm a betting man. He had man, financial problems with the court cases for yes. beating his son with an old school school switch which, by the way i know and then like a switch too i know we'll but, just backhand the kid yeah that, that is like you know what that is that's some southern family it's bad justice. for the environment too you know you rip that switch up that shit hurts i, I, I no tell you what shit. i'm old enough to remember living in virginia living in virginia i'm old enough to remember like hearing that as a threat used against kids like white kids i'm gonna get the switch on you like white some trash people kids. say virginia you know what I, yeah it was you know there was, was a like, video i you i yeah. used to watch tripping on acid and it's this guy going <laughs> V, it's this it's this song this guy does for kids about fucking vaginal parts of just like yeah. girls have a vagina, boys. And, and when he says girls have a, a vagina, there's a guy who cuts in a Jerry Lewis type guy who goes, and some people call it Virginia. <laughs> really? That was like a gag they had, like a joke. It's about this it? weird thing. So it's called the Lost and Found Tapes. And it's this dude built a he found the legend is this is how the tapes are described. He found a bag of VHS tapes in a dumpster and just put them together just took each tape randomly and, and spliced them and spliced and them, them together each one has kind of a theme but it's literally crazy chaos like you if you're watching it and you're like i don't yeah. know what you're watching you're not supposed to know yeah there's one where this dude it's a home movie of a guy serving his family a pie and then it cuts in uh, of him having a bunch of dudes jerk off into the pie and then wow. you find out that his family was like cruel to him and shit and they're all uh, eating this pie and you're like uh, fuck yeah but then it's like bollywood shit just yeah, weird yeah, yeah. that's how i saw crazy horses was on the lost and found tapes <laughs> it just all of a sudden showed crazy horses i have to admit it, that that is when i think of certain moments we've had oh, we got to get show, a viking update too way of watching crazy horses it, it is uh yeah it's it's weird. It's such, and again, they thought they were like rocking out hard. That was hard for the Osmond. We do got an hour and a half to the trade deadline. So with with the Viking, we could have Viking. They finally there. lost for you. Well, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, what's upsetting to me is that again, I have a certain expectation that when a team Fuck comes yeah, out, big dick Nick. When a team comes out of the bye. When a team comes out of the bye, they should play pretty well. They should have figured some things out in the first six games. There's enough tape there to say, okay, here are the improvements we have to do. Here's how we're, we're going to get better, and we're going to be rested, and we have a showcase to display this on Sunday night to say, you know something? The Vikings are actually a good football team, but they're not a good football you sound team like wh- because they're weak. What That's was- the reason why. Don't, don't get me off on my tangent. No, no, no. They, they are a weak football team. to it. No, go ahead. You sounded like fucking Al Franken's character when he looks in the mirror the vikings are good enough <laughs> yeah, yeah. we play hard no, no. stuart smalley no, or whatever no, that I, guy's you, name know, was. you missed the tone of what i was saying i know and they then should they be suck. able to I figure know. out they should be able to figure I'm out i'm gonna what, start again yeah. i'm gonna talk about the mike florio stuff <laughs> i'm piloting the ship here i got a lot of things going like i'm letting the people react we got three people watching right now we had five yeah but the fact is yeah yeah the fact is 
is this is an opportunity for them to showcase that they're actually a decent yeah. team. Because there were some elements. And Zimmer's got to save his job. Uh, and so, and he th- didn't. <laughs> th- yeah, this is the beginning of the end of Zimmer. And you know something? What is frustrating to me, though, and this is why my brother and I, they have to get rid of the GM, too. Yeah. They have to get rid of the GM also. because Spillman? Yeah, they have. This has been 15 years of him. It's not consistent. It's spotty. I don't know what naked pictures he has on Ziggy Wolf. At the same time, this is also an indictment of the NFL and the economic and how it's run they they know okay if we just do a certain amount of things and get like mediocrity there'll be enough interest we'll get enough attendance and they've mastered that kind of strata of the business yeah. model they can still make money they can still make money but, but they don't have to win a super bowl to make money so it's like they're stuck in this struck in this middling boring phase that's what mike florio said he goes the yeah. vikings will never be good enough to win a super bowl but never bad enough to blow it all up they're then, in they're in this like it's he said it's purple purgatory yeah absolutely you know and so they and and I get the strategy that hiring Zimmer to begin with, you have to do that because Aaron Rodgers is in your is in your division and you face them twice a year. So you have got to do something. So they kind of dealt with him okay at different times. You they can't give him a Spielman credit for drafting Peterson either because that's a no-brainer. Oh, he, he wasn't the GM yet. Okay. He, was, he wasn't the GM like, yet. He was in the system. Yeah, he, well, he was. He was like one notch below Who's that. the GM? Uh, Ziggy, Jeff, Pete, Ziggy Jackson or Jeff these weird Diamond. It might have been Jeff these weird Diamond. GM names. I know, and so, I, he, but he didn't become the GM until probably I would say twelve to thirteen years ago. This is what he is. His his draft his drafting is not good. His depth is not good. So then they got to go out and spend money on free agents. They're always missing a component. Here's what pissed me off in the game. Here's what pissed me right. off. They had a good drive. They script their first fifteen plays perfectly fine and executed every time. The same thing against the, against the Browns. Score a touchdown on their first drive. Decent drive. They mix it up well. You know they wrong foot the defense. Touchdown right and away. Then the defense learns. That's great. And, the de- and that's fine. They're going to adjust. Then you have to adjust. Right. When they go through their 15 plays, they don't know what to do after that. They don't know how to adjust. They're in, they have a 34-year-old offensive coordinator who I'm sure is intimidated by Mike Zimmer. And Mike Zimmer hates offense and hates the kicking game. So that manifests itself in the way that they play. He's just an old fucking white red ass. Get rid of him. He's top a 64-year-old man. Top 10 television show manifest <laughs> so they manifest themselves <laughs> in this just mediocre his high watermark is 2017 which never would have happened if anthony barr hadn't broke aaron Rodgers' collarbone and they changed the rules after that you can't roll up on him oh anytime anytime a, a star player makes a mistake or gets hurt the whole you have system to, changes. the whole thing of you have to take the ball home with you and fucking put it on a shelf before it's officially a touchdown rule yeah that's because the year the Bears were really good, the Detroit Lions beat them at the end of the game. Yeah. But the narrative was the Bears have to go to the Super Bowl. So the refs yeah. were like, he didn't have total control of it in the uh, end zone. I know. And that's know. the Megatron rule. And yeah. that's because the Bears just, they couldn't lose that game. Yeah. I think there was just a, a narrative in their heads of <laughs> yeah. like, man, how good were the Bears this game? It would stink if they lost because of this. Yeah. <laughs> whenever the Bears are good to me, whenever they are, they are and they've had some flat, 0-1 was a good team for the Bears with, with Jim Miller as a quarterback. That was young Erlacher. Erlacher? Erlacher. Yeah, that was young Erlacher. And then in 06, but when, when they were good, it seemed, and they were good like in there a, a sporadic amount of years. 
it's always some fucking luck fest of like tipped balls and double yeah. interceptions and peanut like, pop and just like what is punching the ball those, out those back to back games against the Browns and three the 49ers I think he did three in a row because the third Mike game Bra- did you love Mike Brown oh, as a Mike kid oh Mike Brown is still as a kid yeah yeah I'll buy Mike Brown dinner right now <laughs> Exactly. me? Yeah, because those those wins they they would have were so fucking ridiculous. I'm like, how is this happening? But they were smart. They did have history. You could say special teams fucking matters, man. Special I agree with matters. the chat here. Rob Aponte says the Vikings are still better than the Bears. I agree with that. James <laughs> I, Bailey I says, yeah, but the Bears got a major positive off a loss. Keith Boy Fields has a high ceiling. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you got to let him run, and I've been saying that for the, the entire show. You have to design run plays for him. I didn't watch any of the highlights. Did they have design run plays for him too? Yeah, we rolled out and like ran. Here, let me try and find you that. You got to do that because he's good enough to get out to the edge. You know, in the modern game, you know, it's like it's the modern NFL. You know, which I'm learning to. You know, my old school ways are adapting. I give myself some credit and flexibility on that. You know, I'm very much a power eye guy. But when you have a, a team that runs an offense that's like shitting a manhole cover when they get on the field when they actually have talent Jefferson is good Thielen still is actually a decent enough player I think and I think Cook's a pretty good running back and I think their tight ends are good let them fucking well, play well this is what bit. happens when you play an actual good team and I think you underestimated the Viking, the Cowboy defense Oh, their defense blows, and they made their defense I mean, look Parsons like Parsons is you know, good. Uh, Gregory's very good. Gregory's good. Gregory's Micah very Parsons good. is yeah, good. Those two, those are Trayvon guys. Diggs has forty-seven Tray- interceptions. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs, they pick on him because he falls to the double move all the time. That's the reason why they should have gone after him more. But because he he's given up twelve hundred yards of receivings, yeah, receiving yards. So it's just like you know the the, the the interception thing is just this obvious stat. Well, if you Dion would have like four interceptions in a season, sometimes it's true because he was a shutdown corner one third of the field was gone if not half because of him because they knew if they throw it near him he's just going to get the ball you know that, that, that it's not that way now you know God it's damn it with this internet but yeah but but i i give uh, so fields actually played relatively well right i want to see some i didn't see any of these highlights they still got smoked though i don't know how much of the, the audio i could team, play man. yeah I mean, they did. It's the the defense failed them across the board. Everybody in Chicago and the national media, this is a failing of the Bears. But this is what this is what I said. The Bears defense is like getting right old. Right there, right there. That is exactly what they should do. Bears, but not every time he has a. Yeah. Don't make him a running quarterback. No, exactly. But 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 two or three times a game is rookie. You got to get first oh, yeah. downs, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Two or three times a game. Watch this throw Just he makes spe- across the body know? here. Watch this fucking throw. I think it's next here. Yeah. He makes a throw. This is Mahomes ish right here. Watch this roll out. Comes around across the body. Yeah, yeah it's a good toss. pinpoint, dude. Yeah, that was a good pinpoint. Pass. That was a good pass. You know, and it's also using his advantage. That guy's six foot eight. Throw it out there. You can jump out for yeah. it. Yeah. So that, that that's a smart play. That's a, that's a good play. And then he does the run, but he looked really good, and he looked more aware. Yeah, he was he was hurrying up the line. He looked more in control of the offense. Uh, that was also the Buccaneers' defense saying he still We're slides still relevant. weird. He still slides yeah. weird. Yeah, he like falls on the ground. He looks like he he flops like a soccer player, which I love. <laughs> Anytime a defensive player touches him, he falls like a pro wrestler. I mean, again, he's I mean he can move. They there called this back though. The, oh yeah, but that was a good play. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Stunk. Yeah. So he it was definitely a Fields growth game. And that's where the what dis- a bad offensive line. But though. that's where the disconnect yeah. from the off. This is with the disconnect from the fans. And yeah. even because you want you're in the headspace of I want the Vikings to make the playoffs and win a Super yeah. Bowl. 
The Bears fans across the board know the Bears yeah. are bad. Yeah. We don't care that we care that the offensive line is bad and that we don't want Fields to get hurt. But yeah, I don't care if the Bears win. This whole we need to make yeah. a playoff push is fucking ridiculous yeah, to you me. You gotta just see him develop. This team is not good. Yeah. This season should be all about Justin Fields. Developing him. Absolutely. Yep. No, Everything you're right. should be put into him. Yeah. I hate even I love Hub Arkish, but this he comes on the radio every yeah. Wednesday and gets upset. <laughs> Hub Arkish. He comes on and Chicago. I'm working a he comes shift. on Chicago radio every and guys, <laughs> they're trying to win pl- games to make the playoffs here. Why? You no, know, exactly. Exactly. I think it's perfectly fine to have a shitty year, but God, he Look is at him under spin siege. Warner. That I mean, was their best play. linebacker. He just spun out. But it's also he's under siege, which is like, oh, you got to get that line figured out, man. I mean, yeah, the, but that's eventually. And so what? At the same time, I think the line probably can improve. But no, I think that then they got to have some formations like what the Cowboys he did. He faked the camera guy out on yeah. that one. Yeah, what they did with the Cowboys, they put two offensive linemen in the back. They ran the reverse wishbone, basically to give that guy more more protection, you know, the, the backup quarterback. But that weak Viking defense playing way too soft in the corners, way too soft. Someone said that uh, Justin Fields looks like uh, Eli Manning in his rookie year right now. <laughs> that the no. In the sense that for the first few games, he just didn't, he looked like he didn't know what he They're was doing. They're an entirely different and quarterback. Then, uh, let me finish. Yeah. It's not about the, it, this wasn't about the style of play. Yeah. It was about that one, because I remember when they first started Eli Manning, everybody was like, this guy doesn't look like he has it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it just clicked on and he, and he started playing well. That's what Mike Greenberg was saying, not the style of play. He was saying, like, this 49er game is the first game of his actual career. Like, this is the game we'll look back on as, like, this is when he became an NFL quarterback. Well, he had to to respond to last week because he played very poorly against the Buccaneers. He was not good in the Buccaneer game. So, again, I have to give him credit. I have to give him credit for responding. I have to give him credit. That was the Colin Coward three-word game. (laughs) I sum up everything in three words. But 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 with Manning, it it just he was. Everyone knew he was good right away. It was weird. He was good right. It said he said it took him ten games to really figure it out. Which do you understand how quick that is? It's very fast to figure it out in ten games. It's like wow. The game is different though. I mean, the style of play is different. I actually think it's. I am embracing. I am embracing this. new form of the game so i'm the, embracing it the rams got von miller they uh, traded for von miller the, two good. second day draft picks because i don't think they have second round draft picks yeah yeah so whatever their second day is they'll probably trade for some draft picks to fucking give to the fucking i give them credit man they're going for it oh and well, Cronky's a billionaire there yeah, he's got yeah he's worth like 10 billion dollars or something like yeah. that oh i'm sure yeah if not more <laughs> He's got enough juice to where he's trying to just run away from this lawsuit in St. Louis. God. He's the city of St. Louis is suing him for moving the team. Yeah. And he says, I don't want to pay legal fees. The NFL should pay my legal fees. Well, what I heard, what I heard is that my brother and I were talking about this, is that this is now going to be a business strategy for NFL owners if if they want to move. It's to say, okay, if the NFL pays my costs, you know, if they pay my costs, you know, I'll just do it. Put put Colin Coward on. And then then we'll. What else they'll do is they'll pimp and say, okay, we want someone to move in here. Oh, we'll have an expansion team here. You know, so they'll, so they'll get an expansion fee for that too. So they'll get an expansion fee, which is literally, it pays, I think it's a billion and a half dollars just to have a team go oh, to the yeah. NFL. So like, if they say, okay, NFL pays for their legal fees, you know, 
and it's much less than that. It's like, okay, yeah, pay, I'll, I'll pay. We'll pay the legal fees, and then we'll have an expansion team. Going Bailey there. is the Rams fan. It's another way chat. that owners are fucking things. He the says point. the Rams have zero picks in the 2022 draft. That might be the case. Yeah, I think they're probably truly just going all in. They're going yeah. all in this year, and they want to make a splash. And they in don't that have stadium. an old team. Oh, oh no, they they, they got they some players chance. under contract. Like they don't. They there's. What I'm saying is, is they don't really need a draft for the next couple of years. Yeah. Well, now there could be a situation in three years where they can't sign everybody, and, yeah. and you're just like, okay, we're gonna suck immediately. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Stafford's not young. Oh, I know. I mean, they're going all in. With Aaron him Donald. For this year. Aaron Donald is a veteran at this point. He's good. So he's gonna be declining soon. Yeah. Uh, Jalen, like the Jalen, like there will be a moment where it's like, okay, next year we're gonna be one in fifteen. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But you know, at the same time, they want to make a splash. It's the first year of that stadium. They could possibly play in the Super Bowl in their home stadium. That's a very that is a very L.A. Like, ooh, we're flashy and gonna take care of things. We're gonna Let's get some we're NFL a flash trade. in the pan, you know. <laughs> NFL trade stuff here while we talk about sports. You know, but yeah, but but with again, with the Vikings and them making a statement, here's the play that pissed me off. So they scored that touchdown. Then the the Cowboys missed a field goal, which I've always said, you miss a field goal on the road, you fucking lose. You are you are asking to lose the game when you miss a field goal on the road. So the next drive, the next drive, they had an open uh, Justin Jefferson was wide open by 20 yards down the sideline, and he kind of pulled up and did a half stutter step, and, and Cousins overthrew him too, and, and, he, and Cousins just went ballistic. He went ballistic. He got absolutely upset about it. They hit that play. They're up 14 nothing, and it's just like, like a good team take like when a team other team makes a mistake, they immediately pounce on it. Yeah. They don't have that in them to do that. They can't do that. So when that didn't happen, I was like, "Oh yeah, they don't. They're probably not going to win this." Game. I hope the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, so you can be like, "They're not good." The whole I I yeah. I think it'll be hilarious to watch you watch yeah. the Cowboys in the playoffs, being like, "They're not even a good team." I'm not going to say they're not good when they have Prescott. I think their offense is pretty good. Our boy good. Colin Coward has them number two on his power rankings now. The I think everyone yeah. today I watched everyone's power rankings. Everyone yeah. has the Packers and the Cowboys one and two as the best yeah. teams in the NFL. Yeah, well, I mean they. They won with a backup quarterback who hadn't played in the in four Cooper years. Rush. So, uh, so when you can't beat a team at home, at home on a Sunday night game, if you can't do that, you're a soft team. You're and you're not the identity. You've got your the coach. Sanchez here on Colin Coward. You know, it's almost like he. You defer some. Respect. I love Ooh. NFL narratives. Now everybody's like, "Is Zach Wilson really the starter?" <laughs> is Mike White? Is he the guy who played for Oklahoma? Mark Sanchez. No, no, no. no Mike, Mike, Mike White. White. Is he their, their quarterback? Is he's Mike he's White? like a younger veteran. Yeah, I think Mike it. I think it was the Oklahoma yes, guy. No, it, it can't be him. It Let's can't see. be him. And I, that guy hadn't hasn't played like in twelve years. I, I can't. My references. My pop. Maybe he did play for Oklahoma. It was only like it's five a, years. I ago. mean, he's been in the league for a little bit, but this was his first NFL start. The Bungles, man. That I mean, I was kind of semi believing. He played in for them. South Florida and Western Kentucky. Transfer portal guy. He went wow. through the portal. Yeah, those <laughs> those two conferences and those two schools, like the programs they run. Oh man. So I'm going to go through the trade deadline. The trade deadline has passed. Uh, we got live Good. updates. Good. Because <laughs> what is this baseball? <laughs> I don't know. It, it just. I like, mean, people get excited about this you stuff. Know, yeah, but it, it's just the Rams me, just like, upgraded their defense for for the rest of their draft. Yeah, I tell you what, they uh, they're trying to go with the the D because with Floyd uh, Miller and. Uh, 
and Donald, they they actually have some players up front that can actually make some noise. You know, uh, some the Chiefs damage. got in, this dude Ingram, Melvin Ingram. Well, yeah, he was a good linebacker for the uh, for the Chargers for many years. But I Cleveland heard Cleveland has. Oh, you can go finish. No, no. I mean they they need all the help they can get on defense. I mean they need a player on there. Kansas oh, yeah. City's defense. They're is, awful. Is not very the good. Kansas City's defense and the Bears' offense can have a shitty ass <laughs> fucking game. It'd probably be high scoring, you know, but like also mistakes and shit too. You yeah, know? it's like one of those. And games. Mahomes is hurt. We've discussed that before the game. We, me and Crow, believe yeah. that Patrick Mahomes is secret hurt. Yeah, well, severely. Well, I think Chris Sims. He's got the out. old Joakim Noah foot. Yeah, or, or uh, I think of Andrew Tony, who had like bad plantar fasciitis. You know, so that shit's rough. Is, is that actually what, problems are rough? Yeah, is, is that what got rid of uh, Noah? Because Noah, yeah. Noah was a good player. He had for a bad a while. foot. He had a chronic foot problem. Yeah, well, uh, that's what Greg Oden or, or Bill Walton had. That you're, human beings are not supposed to be that tall. Oh. So if you're pounding on it that much, how many really know? old tall people do you know? Yeah. Yeah. They die. Yeah, they do. And they get gawky when they get old. It's like, oh boy, like the way they, they move. They look like shit. just a, a a man made of pencils walking, <laughs> running around. Yeah, like a sort of like, <laughs> like, like a the Mr. Wasn't there a saltine character? Like they're just sort of like they have a a bony. And sort after of look. that joke, we'll be back from a word from our sponsors. and we're back so yeah it is uh they're going for it this year the the rams are you know so but yeah all those those feet issues mahomes i think mahomes probably has some foot and you know you got to be able to deal with it those they're tricky andrew tony was a shooting guard for the philadelphia 76ers uh on like the, the team that won in 83 the only championship that dr j won in the end the moses maloney yeah moses maloney. i mean they, and they they smoked everyone they were a great basketball team by the way that's one of those guys where you get an old head that moses malone was as good as mj people don't want to tell you <laughs> moses fucking malone it, for a stretch of time he was a rebounding machine that guy got boards he got boards constantly he was he, he knew like complete old man big man game like kevin he kellum's what, here he, he knew how to move charles barkley said the player that made him the nba player that he became was was moses malone they played for a year and he talked to moses a lot about how to be a player in the league <laughs> and he said i think it was like his toughness moses malone was an all-star in like 94 he was still an oh, all-star yeah. i remember he just him died a couple years ago i remember ago. him that's, oh yeah that's why it blew my mind as a kid when i would watch the nba films shit yeah where they'd be like moses malone in the 80s i'd be like that guy plays now oh i know he he won the mvp in 79 uh 80 and 82 or was it he won it three years in a four-year period. Dr. J won it one year, and then Moses Malone won it the other Here's another three. Here's how out of it with was I, I was with age. I thought legitimately Carl Malone, John Stockton, Barkley, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Clyde Drexler, I thought they were all in the prime of their careers in the oh, 90s. Oh, really? Really? It yeah. shocked me when they were... I was like, well, they're retiring already? And then yeah. my dad was like, no, they've been playing for like 20 years. Oh, and, and I'm just yeah. like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, interesting. You mean I didn't see young Hakeem Olajuwon? Oh, yeah, he he, or Dikembe Matumbo. Well, I kind of saw young Matumbo. Exactly. Well, Lajawan. Steve Smith, the old Atlanta Hawk jersey yeah. <laughs> with the fucking bird sprawling across it. Dude, I'm old enough that I saw him play in college. I saw Steve Smith playing. We're 36 minutes in, by the way, Kellum. He wanted to know how long I we're in. I appreciate that. But yeah, but with uh, 
with uh, yeah Moses Malone going off on him. He won the MVP, I think it was in 79, 82, and 83. So the Sixers signed him, and they were 68 and 14. That was the best team I'd ever seen until the Bulls had that amazing year when they won 72 games. Andrew Tony was a shooting guard on that team. He had to retire after like six years. His nickname was because he had a bad foot, and it was really bad plantar NBA players got weird and mashed up fucking triangle toes. They're all folded uh, over each other. It's also because, it. I mean, like... <laughs> You got that fucking the fold over shit. It, the, I had a pair of old Jordans that were my basketball shoe for 12 years. 12 years. I should have kept. If I had those now, they'd be worth a grand. They'd be worth a grand. I sold them. Look how clean Mark Sanchez's face is, by the <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, we're, he got, now we're making fun of the TV again. Well, I think that they had, I think that they had that, uh, that steam machine. Some, some people, oh, yeah. they go in front of a steam machine for 20 minutes yeah. before they go on film. Do you know who I think we all P. know? P. Holmes does that. Yes, he does. So uh, <laughs> Odell Beckham's dad blames Baker Mayfield for OBJ's lack of production. I mean, when well, I can tell you Mayfield so has got cousins like tendencies. Dude, Colin Coward got a big boner under the desk. He fucking hates Baker Mayfield. He does. It's the one thing yeah. he's slightly held on, but he still wavers on it. At first, Baker was a bust. He's not going to do anything. He's a superstar. He's doing the commercials already. <laughs> and then and then Baker had a good season. Well, you you might not win a Super Bowl with him, but he's good. He's a good player. But I still don't trust him to do anything. Yeah. And then this year, I told you you can't win with Baker. You know, the fact is, it's tough to win. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, he's also playing with one arm. Yeah, exactly. He literally, his one shoulder is completely botched up. And it's like, that was also a bonehead play, man. You can't do that. You, you cannot do that. You can't. I mean, I'm sorry. You can't. I know you want to be like tough for the team and you're pissed off. You threw a pick. Uh, you also have a career to think about. As much as Deion Sanders, you know, would, would like he would not tackle. You got to make that business decision. Am I going to separate my shoulder and, and, and literally cut my career by six years? No, you're not going to do that. You want to make money, you know, so it's like I kind of get that. So, oh, yeah, they're soft. Well, yeah, there's a lot of money at stake and they don't want to be have a bad shoulder. So to me, that's one thing. The modern athlete, I think, and the more I think is actually I respect that about them. They're, they're smart about that, you know, so you, you can't do that. You can't go after them like that. You, know, you got to think about your career and your future. I also hope by the way that the Bears trade nobody because again don't make the team better what? aside from maybe some offensive linemen to protect fields but like yeah you can pick some fat schlubs off off the street well that's get what some, they think and you can get a happens. line of meat to fucking <laughs> but don't do this whole there's a bunch of idiotic trade david montgomery flip him for a rob needs to go try and get some pieces to make a playoff push like no don't Good. I respect that. You have convinced. I respect that because you're totally right. It's like just be bad. Be bad and I get a high draft pick. Did, did Mac hurt himself too? Is he's Mac got hurt? like a, I think he's got a foot problem. Ooh, he's an old man. He's starting to get a little bit long in the tooth. He oh, loves a saying little bit. that. You know, but you you got to figure out that, that there's a time I think when a football player can fall off the ledge. It ain't like baseball, I think, or even basketball to a certain extent. You can kind of fit a different kind of role. But when you're in football, you can fall off that ledge. I think in a hurry. You know, that's my judge of Bears games. Can I watch Justin Fields highlights? Yeah. That Tampa Bay game was a fucking downer. Yeah, there was yeah. no Justin Fields highlights. Yeah. He played awful. Oh, you he, can't yeah, defend terrible. him in that game. So I give him credit for playing better this game. You know, it's a bounce back game. You know, I think he did throw. He had a couple almost bounce picks. God damn it. The stream started over again. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that that happens. Yeah. 
because now I have to re-upload the video. Yeah, man. But yeah, so, but yeah, I think that, I mean, again, there is enough there. He's got to win a game again here. He's got to win a game or two here. He's got to throw in a win or two, you know? Because when they beat the Raiders that time, I was like, fuck, they're better than the Vikings. That was the same day of my meltdown with the, with the Lions, you know? And it was like, I was like, the Bears are better than the Vikings, you know? And I used to think, no, the Vikings are better than the Bears. I, I don't think. I mean, Vikings will lose to the Bears in, in Soldier Field. That'll be a big Fields like coming out party. Hey, you know, hey, he beat the Vikings. You know, like he'll win another couple games and he'll beat the Vikings too. Vikings will lose in Chicago. This is it. This is the end of the Zimmer era. Yeah, you know? uh, Bailey. I know the stream started over. It's been happening the last two weeks, and I yeah. fucking hate it. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what causes it. It says that it's because the internet's bad. The interwebs. It's it just I, there. I looked up why does my stream keep starting over on Streamlabs, and it's they. There's no real answer. Is there some sort of like secret dark web? Like no, you just Google gonna it because you, you just, have NFL. You like. just Google it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought like they knew we watched NFL. Stuff no, they, it's you know? that's not happening. It's okay. not. We're not getting cut off. Okay. It like I have a countdown of how long we've been on, and yeah. it just went from forty minutes to zero minutes. Oh, like oh. it starts us over. Oh, okay. But here's what sucks. Whenever it does that yeah it kills the video okay. so the current video that's on youtube it's only going to be 40 minutes yeah, long yeah exactly so the next time this restarts it replaces that clip yeah. with this where i can't i now have to pull this off and like edit the video uh, and re-upload it to youtube like it it's an it's a pain in the ass keith i want to say something right now thank you for doing that I appreciate it's awful. that. It's part of the reason why that you are putting your back into building an audience, and I am, and I gotta, I gotta pull my weight. I gotta pull my weight a little bit here, you know. That's what but I even do. that's now it bummed me out. So now I have to get back into like wanting the to do a space. show. Come on, man. Because well, because it's still fun. I know? like. I don't know if it like. I don't know how that is to the watcher. Like, how does it? Can you you guys watching? What is it like? Does the does the like screen reset like is it jarring to watch like how do, how does it look when does it, it restarts? just go black because for does me the test pattern come on for me <laughs> for me the timer just restarts like it just goes yeah. from however many minutes to zero but so i don't know how it looks I'm to sure the viewer my sense is it would be this very abrupt like dude, it's just over you yeah know, it's like mid like coward and we just be that you know and we just stop like during during your, your colin coward borderline don corleone hey can you do that for me can you do don corleone with a combination of colin coward i think it's kind of like they could work just think about it a little oh, bit because hey, they'd have to because they do different ashes but it's, it's just like and then you have to i'd have to see colin try poly, and do poly. the godfather <laughs> the godfather he says you haven't been to my house in 20 years he would do his own thing. Oh, Colin, you don't even have the respect to call me Godfather. You know, what did I do to deserve such disrespect? <laughs> That's such a good scene. It's so good. You know? Okay, so he says it's just a loading ring. It freezes like 30 seconds and then it goes back on. Ugh. <laughs> oh. But well, okay, so then we go back on. I think that you could just think you don't have to do it right now. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I think Colin Coward, maybe there maybe there should be a banter of Coward and me doing a I do terrible impressions. <laughs> I used to do decent impressions when I was young. I do terrible, awful impressions. But it'd just be, yes, oh Colin. <laughs> if I was the godfather, oh what <laughs> you come in here, you never really <laughs> I can't do it. It's yeah. so bad. It's so bad. I can't because it, well, like it, it's the 18,000th person. You got to get some tea down your throat. You know, uh, Let's get into some TV league stuff, though, here. And while we do that, yeah. 
we're going to put on La Brea. <laughs> God. There's a big uh, Diana and Spencer. They're, they're, they're making that. like the, They're releasing all of those at the same time. They're still going back to that thing that they used to always do. Like, what, is there well, some anniversary well, I, of it or something? I, I don't think it is. I'll tell you what there is an anniversary of. What? Uh, today is the anniversary of Game 7 of the 2016 World Series between the oh, Cubs and the Cleveland Guardians. <sighs> the Retro Guardians. Again, that World Series... <laughs> that was the end of me consulting. And, and, and I was just like... When that happened, it was only like a week of celebration because then Trump got elected and it was like, oh my God. It was a real like, uh-oh, the gut punch has happened. So we know? got some news to go to do here. Um, I got to find the show here. Fall TV. Uh, they're bringing Law & Order back. Not a reboot. They're just continuing. Yeah. Season 21 of Law and Order. Yeah. And the dude from Burn Notice, fucking Jeffrey Donovan is going to is going to star in it. <laughs> That's a, I mean that show has been good. Do you remember LA Law? Yeah, absolutely. LA Law was bigger at one time, right? Oh, oh, LA Law. LA Law, like it, it literally went from Hill I mean, here's what I thought when LA Law came on, it took over the slot for Hill Street Blues. It was a Stephen Bochco produced LA Law, you know, law firm based show, and it was like, "Whoa." Steven Bochco has got the magic touch because he's parlayed Hill Street Blues, which ended in 87 and turned it into Hill, into uh, uh, into L.A. Law. I, I don't think they overlapped. We may have discussed that before. L.A. Law, I think, was 87 to like 93 or 94, but maybe it was 86 because if it was 86, they would have uh, overlapped on a, on a year. Uh, it seems likely to join. um Special Victims Unit and Organized Crime on the Peacock's Thursday night schedule. Uh, the former stars Sam Watterson and Anthony Anderson have been in talks to return to the series and franchise. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, ooh, we got a preview of a new show. This is called Monarchs. I'm going to put this on. Ooh, it's got a royalty type feeling to it, right? It well, let me, let me describe and... the show to you first and then we could fucking... Previously on La Brea. A big pit opened up. This is, I like one of This gets up us back up to speed too. Well, this is only the second episode. I'm, I've been like trying to watch it. Well, no, no, no. This is the previously. They're doing the previously. Yeah. Episode. We're enough episodes in now that they got to do previously. Well, no. This is oh, only episode oh, two. Oh, 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 yeah. We've okay. That looks like Jim Cafezel. Is that the guy who was played Jesus in a no? In Passion it of the does Christ? look like him though. Yeah, he's is too that, old. Is that his name? No, yeah. Jim Cafezel is a total Trumper now. Oh, oh I I watched. He got of like his, he was like at Eddie the Capitol riot. I, I, I watched an Eddie Pepitone uh, tweet that he sent me. He's like, "Get ready for this," and he does the speech of of Braveheart. You know, of like, but they will never. T I mean, his language is like Christian warrior type shit. It's really fucked up. It's really fucked up. So, I, 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 it bothers me because so we're gonna. There's gonna be a new entry into the TV league here. Uh, we're gonna watch the trailer. This is called Monarchs. It's in about a country western family. Susan Sarandon's in it, um, and it's this big dynasty country family. And in the description, it says, "But their fame was built on a lie." Ooh. And Susan Sarandon, strong. She's a strong woman, of course. Yeah. Uh, she needs to hold. She's the glue that needs to hold the failure fucking cheat family together. It's our chance to show the world that the Roman family legacy will continue beyond me. You're not ready for this. I guess God. I just did not do my job. God. I'm going to wear a Kensa bonnet to the whole episode. Look at my Kensa bonnet. I'm wearing a bonnet <laughs> full of Kensa. That's hilarious. 
Ergo. Susan Sarandon, I hate because she she's one of these women who talks Brit, kind of British. Like, uh, hello. Um, well, she's Canadian. Susan Sarandon. I'm an actress, <laughs> and uh, I'm just so wore out all the time because I act, and it's so stressful to I, act. I think, of her, course, <laughs> of course, my dear. Her high water mark, I think, was probably uh, Dead Man Walking. She won an Oscar, I think, for that. Sarandon did. I think she's won two Oscars. She's been nominated a good six or seven times. Maybe, maybe even more. Sarandon will be... Trace Atkins. You know, God gonna get a boot up your ass. That's what we're gonna do with a Muslim. A boot up your ass. We got some Sarandon choke sex is also happening. like this big like left wing, like you know what I mean? She's a like she, I stand for things, dear. I, <laughs> I, I have I have mores and values. Kiss my hand. Please, I'm an actress. Kiss do you know, my hand. Do you know I heard is like that? Is uh, Jessica Lang. Jessica oh dear, Lang's yes, like my dear. Oh this my is the God. woman who played the Faye Ray character. Are you in kidding King me? Kong. I'm from Tallulah, Kansas. This is how we talk in Kansas. Yes. <laughs> She's from a small town of Minnesota. Yes, this is how we talk in Minneola. <laughs> Can you imagine like Minnie-ha. having to take it? I know I know uh, Madonna had a phase like that where she had a British accent phase like in the late 90s like what affect what well, is going we, on we in go your ego Europe, we go to Europe and we we hear things and we adapt our our, our <laughs> dialect no. our dialect <laughs> I have a dialect that how, she was in the mid 90s didn't late she live 90s? in Europe for like three years well I think we, she lived with Guy Ritchie I, I think lived she was in married Europe. to Guy Ritchie I lived in, I lived in Europe. London I think lived for, in Europe you know. for three years and sore things oh I think she lived there for even longer. I think she had. She's got a big old mansion out here. Got a big one in Florida. Oh, she's got. She's a big got, one, all she, right. She's probably got something in, in Michigan, maybe. Even though she you know, ran away. I'm gonna start at the beginning of this. She's one. been famous ever since I was 14 years old. And then we're gonna That's go over some fucking fixtures. Well, what's gonna happen when she actually? Previ- here's here's a real previously. Oh, there's wa- underwater adventures. God, this has got me hooked. God deserves the credit. I would have never thought to use the heroin. I was wrong. It's Lucas's. If you don't give it to me, we get. They found heroin just like in an episode of Lost. They found heroin in the pre in the prehistoric times. There's heroin. Josh, you need to call us. This is cooked. There's MS-13 cavemen running around. God. I'm pretty. Oh, so there's a disease. Uh, they so you find out in this episode that they've sent a team in a. They've they found a vagina before. They well, have exactly. found an earth yeah, pussy yeah, before, yeah, yeah. and oh. they sent some people into it, and they never came back to you. That's oh. going to be my voice for oh, the whole oh, episode. So this is the what way. they've evolved into. Yeah. So, so there's two different plot lines. Okay. Well, I mean, it's yeah. So there's I mean, a, there's a dude yeah. in this current earth pussy who's only there to retrieve these dudes that yeah. got lost years ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then now you have these cave people. Like the 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 survivors have been brought to like the village of the of the cavemen. No. Are the cavemen were they former? native Californians, dear? Were these cavemen previous California pussies? They fell into it, or was this? No, this is all one time. The pussy own. goes to one time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Wherever it appears, it all goes to the, the same portal. place. They're talking about the. Portal. It's all the same uteri, <laughs> the earth uteri. God, these. I mean, it's ever sent it. my impression of this, and we've watched. Some of these cavemen are going to be black. I've probably watched 40 to 45 minutes of this. And what I think about is what they're trying to appeal to in the modern day palette, you know, and it's just guys, 
brace yourself. This is going to be the most diverse group of cavemen you've ever seen in your life. It just seems so slapped together. It just seems slapped together. Can you imagine the the cavemen come out with pink hair? Hey! (laughs) Oh my god. We have to integrate these people too. Well, I know, as it should happen, of course. So, number one in the fucking TV league, we're talking primetime division here. The Voice reigns supreme, 43.22 super rating. It takes a win this week. Squid Game takes another week. That's a story. Squid Game had three billion watch minutes this week. Oh, my God. It joins, I think, The Crown. And a few other shows have had 3 billion watch minutes. So it's now has a 41.101 super rating. NCIS also took a win, 40.311. We now have a 10-point gap between 3 and 4. We're seeing a separation of the top three shows. So it's Squid Game has made a voice. meteoric rise. Correct? Oh, it's, it's yeah. record-breaking. Yeah. 38 yeah. points in one shot. And so, then, and then I, I almost considered changing the rules because it went from a billion watch minutes to three billion, and yeah. I was like, I think I have to reward that, but yeah. I didn't. I just gave him plus three. <clears throat> it would be unfair. But here's my point: the TV league shows the real truth. Yeah, it really does. I really think at the end of this, if you took our league system and just the basic what people are talking about, it yeah. completely matches up. Yeah. And yeah. some wins matter more. So like, what are the four again? I'm sorry. What are the four top four? You said? Uh, it's uh, The Voice, Squid Game, NCIS, and Grey's Anatomy. But Grey's Anatomy has 30 points. It's 10, 10 away from number three. It's not going to catch mm, it. Okay, but it's, it's, hard st- to it's catch still it. relevant. It's still relevant. Obviously. Hard to catch it. But then, like, here's how it matters. So you have... Everybody looks on these watch minutes. This Oh, this got a billion watch minutes. This got three billion. So this show, Midnight Mass, gets a billion watch minutes. Okay. Which okay. is good. That's a, a solid number. Yeah, yeah. But it still doesn't matter in the length of the TV league because that's only 11 points. And then, so that that's why I think it matters more because you can't look at, like, you got to look at how it gains week to week. Like yeah. Midnight Mass uh, for one week had a billion watch minutes. So again, our model uh, uh, validates improvement. Improvement yeah. is a fundamental component of what we're doing yeah and i get that like that makes sense and then even so like midnight mass debuts at 536 million watch minutes and then that's only 11 but that's only 11 super league points so then when it jumps to a billion people are like oh my god but that's only plus three in super rating oh yeah yeah so So, it kind of humbles you so how, how did it uh uh, how did they um like what i'm saying is is yeah. it, it probably doesn't deserve to be at a billion watch why minutes. did it get 11 points for the fi- 560 million so how, two how, points for every 100 million oh, watch okay minutes. okay 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 yep makes sense so then yeah so but then it, oh but, but we don't give it another 14 points when it goes from 500 right. to a billion so squid, we just give it th- squid okay. game debuts at like a billion something wow. gets a solid 38 super rating people usually need 20 episodes to get that they got it in fucking one shot jesus and then so when we give so when we give uh, Squid Game a plus three for three point one six billion, that's a bigger win. Yeah. Than than Midnight Mass. Yeah. Uh, and Be- and then and debut- over the course of the fifty two week season, you will see that. Like you will see Squid Game stay in the primetime division where Midnight Mass will get pushed down by fucking mass singer when it comes back or something like that <laughs> what is midnight mass about it's is a it? show about this weird preacher who comes to a town and starts doing weird fucking it, it, i've heard it's actually really good 
Um, but it, but it's no, but it's not the same. It's not the same three points as Squid Game, is what I'm saying. The weird preacher coming to matter. town. The weird preacher coming to town has been a motif for a long time. Night of the Hunter, the Robert Mitchum movie in the early, I think early fifties, it came out. Robert Mitchum is a is a basically con man preacher going to small towns. He thrives. He reads in the paper. He thrives off uh, people who've, who've just had someone who died in their family. And he, he, he takes their uh, their insurance money. And it's based on a true story. There was some guy in West Virginia who, like, took insurance money from, like, 20 different, like, women, basically, whose husbands have died and had, like, a $10,000 life insurance policy. And he would come into their small town and be a preacher and, like, ingratiate himself and then boost the money and go on to the next town. So it's loosely based on that. And he's this real creepy character, Robert Mitchum. He's got the words love and hate tattooed on his fist. So it's the same thing, like, do the right thing. What you year know, did this had, come out? Like, in 51. Okay. It's actually, uh, honest to God, dude. Oh, I've heard of if this. If you ever watch it, it's a pretty good movie. I mean, it's... You know, it's it's fifties. It's cheesy. It's black. Hey, and white. you Mac. What well, are no, you doing here? But, but it's also like there's German expressionist. Like the the director of photography had to have some sort of connection. Okay. To like World War Two or pre World War Two, like pre Nazi Germany filmmaking. You know. Oh, this is I'm good. gonna. I'm gonna. I, you he, like he gives it. backup. He gives. He gives yeah. her like his explanation. Okay. Why didn't you tell me this? Because it's classified. Because it's oh. classified. Because <laughs> I'm a fucking company. Man. <laughs> I've seen it before. So they go into this cave. Oh, oh, oh! And it's it's a portal to like a different like. Well, no, they, they these cave people are just like stealing fuck it fuckers. So they go. She says, "I've seen this before." I think in her flashes or something. She has flashes. God, it's so complex. There's so many plot lines Levi. that we have to figure. Levi, out. look, he's got he's he's uh, got a rock hand around him. I mean, some of these. Ro- oh yeah, because this is the same. Here we go. I don't know. He's gay. <laughs> this is what happens when homosexuality courses through your veins. <laughs> you turn into this. Oh, that's Him. wrong. Oh, he was he was like an operation. Here we go. He tells this is he he, he explains everything. Operation Lie. My mission, Eve. More than just saving the people who fell in the Librea sinkhole. I don't understand. I was also sent here to find this man and seven others. Why didn't you tell me this? Because it's classified. Classified? Because I'm a fucking well, what has classified, Levi? Yeah, you know, oh listen, God. we just fell into a space pussy. <laughs> into a Another portal, okay? The desert opened up. An exploratory crew was sent down. They never made it back. He was one of the scientists on the team. So, th- was he frozen in time? Did he not? Orange walkie-talkie. No, he just oh, oh, it's long. Oh, so, so this this grounds the year. Was picking up, it belonged to him. Yeah. So you knew exactly what the signal was the whole time. These people felt. Yeah, it's only playing Nirvana songs right now, though. They fell through the Mojave sinkhole. <laughs> L.A. is like a portal into a different universe, right? So that's the so that's God. the rub. There's pussies. The pussies have appeared before. These incarna- incarnations or whatever of what of what L.A. means to the world, the whole like, you know, dreams come true, but it's weird and it's warped. It's kind of strange. It's like gambling. You can have a shot. Yeah. Give it a shot. Like there's a yeah, whole like, gambling sort of me- uh, motif that goes on. Here. So Grey's Anatomy number four that lost this week and there hasn't been a new episode yet. So it might gain. A, it might get up to 33 points uh, okay. later on this week. Chicago Med number five that took a win manifest lost. 
26 points. See, Manifest was huge. Manifest, yeah. we were talking about, this is, this is going to be the show, and it's fallen down, number six. Interesting. Who's in Manifest again? It's no one famous. It oh. just it got popular because it was it, it got canceled by NBC, and then Netflix it, it became... It well, they didn't pick it up. They refused to, and then it was number one for... That was the, earlier this year. That was the Squid Game. Manifest was oh, yeah. consecutive weeks had a billion watch minutes, which is God. hard to do. Yeah. Um, but it's it's fallen slightly. Chicago Fire number seven, Dancing with the Stars number eight, Chicago P. All the Chicagos took wins this week. Um, La Brea is number ten in the prime time. It took a big jump this week. Usually it would win and still get shuffled down, but it took three points and went solidly mid table in the prime time. And why was that? What did it do? Uh, because it just it hasn't won consecutively. Okay. Oh, so it won consecutively, and so I got okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, it just, it okay. went from eighteen to twenty-one points. Just for some reason, that's a that was the gap that it needed to do. It kept yep. going from fifteen to eighteen, and then it would get put back it down. Kind of plateau in that and area. So twenty yeah. is the threshold that like twenty seems to be the minimum to be in the prime time. You need twenty super league points. Hey man, uh, La Brea, give La Brea its props. So give it's NBC. climbing up there. Some executive is earning his stripes right now. Yeah, Survivor <laughs> and La Brea. <laughs> Here's the three shows neck and neck. We have Chicago PD, La Brea, and Survivor. Uh, Chicago PD has twenty one point five three eight. La Brea has twenty one point three seven three, and Survivor has twenty one point two four nine. These shows are going to be battling. Yeah, all year for the 11 to 15 slot or just however because if you if chicago pd and gets another up. win it's going to go from 21 it'll get three points so it'll be up 25 it'll go into the six seven yeah yeah exactly so they have a chance of leaping those chicago bay shows that bodes well keith survivor <laughs> number 11 clickbait number 12 bob hart's abashola number 13 the neighborhood 14 coco melon 15 that took that took the l this week okay uh 911 number 16 criminal mind 17 mass singer 18 that's been on hiatus though i gotta be honest i've heard of these shows even though i don't watch network tv that's why it's the prime time 911. you know these uh, are shows you know you know i mean fbi and fbi most wanted round out the bottom at 19 and yeah those fbi shows do well young sheldon here's what i wanted to talk about too the simpsons was a meteoric rise this is simpsons is now number two in prime access because of it took another win in streaming Good for it, man. You know something? They, they know their audience. Because I, I mean, we were talking about this. It hit me like uh, two months ago when we talked about the Simpsons ratings. It, it was like, oh my, it's got a million people. It's like, it could be like canceled. It's, is the Simpsons going to be canceled? No, that's that's Whatever. average for network television. Yeah, exactly. I mean, dude, a million people watch the NBA on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yep. It's rare that people get the NFL 20 million. And, and a million is enough. A million's enough. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. It's all, that's why they've flipped to the age demographics. Yeah. Because exactly. if you go off total viewers, you'll, everyone will look like a total failure. So you have yeah. to shift to like, well, we go off the 18 to 49 demographic yep. now. Yeah. That's a wide net. <clears throat> so Young Sheldon, The Simpsons, The Goldbergs, NCIS Hawaii, and FBI International round out the top five of Prime Access. Um, any other big shit? Ghost, the new show Ghost took a win. Is, is that based on the Patrick Swayze no, Demi Moore no. movie? <laughs> Let me see. I remember that movie when it came out when I was in college. It was deemed kind of like sexy. (laughs) The scene when they're making pottery. Married New Yorkers Samantha and Joey believe their dreams have come true in receiving a beautiful country house, only to find that it's falling apart and inhabited by a number of deceased previous residents. Following a near-death experience, Samantha can see and hear the ghosts, but Jay cannot. Ooh, so it's supernatural. It's truly based in ghosts. So there's there's a bunch of ghosts here. God. 
Asher Gordman. These same like these same plot lines, and you know, I tell you what, there was some money put after this one. There's some money put in, into La Brea. La Brea. I swear. <laughs> you take my daughter to La Brea, I'm gonna come after you. I got a special set of skills. <laughs> Was that Irish or Scottish? Maybe it was a... Uh, Sw- uh, Swan Tech on the chat says, 999,000 of them are gambling on the NBA on DraftKings. This comment was brought to you by DraftKings. Yeah. Or did you hide it anyway? Uh, let's not? see here. We got anything else. I'm going to go to see if we got some other news yeah. here. Uh, there's going to be that 90 show. Laura Prepon excited to work with old Red Foreman again. Wow. That It's going to be like Red and Kitty are going to be grandparents. Like it's about... It's a 70s show. Same characters. Older. older. But like kids that are in the 90s. And Red and fucking old Kitty are going to be in it. Wow. And Laura Prepon. I think it's going to be Laura Prepon's kids. It's called That 90s Show. Starring the mid seventies, an era. Uh, starting in the mid seventies, era. Blah 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 blah. I want to see the premise to this show. You have to understand. Being again, and you know, I've talked about it a million times. When I was in my twenties, it's the first time you're, you're developing uh, older memories. You know, so your childhood seems like this real distant thing. Yet you still have some awareness of it, and and you kind of think the world is always going to be the way it is when you're seven or eight or ten years old. Uh oh. Oh, this is a fight scene. It's been going on for a while. Oh, this coward. What are you? They have a talk down. So I think after this, they kill this guy and he they make a deal where he's like, I'll help you if you promise not to kill me after. That's entirely unexpected. I'm just a nerd, and I have no idea how to I act think in these situations. English. I think he spoke English. Oh, oh, they made an ass- oh, they were making an assumption? Ooh, it's a big reveal about white supremacy, and you make an assumption about him being... Slated to feature a fresh, of ba- a fresh teenagers and their misadventures, that 90s show will air exclusively on Netflix. At this time, it is yet to be revealed who will play the main character. Uh, Leia Foreman. Oh, God. Uh, written by these... They're cramming this diversity down our throats, Crocious. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, it's just, no, they're just cramming crappy product. Here's what it is. What it is, though, is you do just see it coming a mile away, though. Oh, yeah. Like, you can just, like, picking up the main character, female name, last name of character you're you're familiar with. Yeah. Like, it's just make her a new character. It doesn't have to be a female foreman. Like, that's what I hate is, well, people aren't going to take a totally fresh character. It has to be Eric Foreman's niece or something like that. Um, It has to be attached to this old character that we're familiar with because we can't take a total risk yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) no exactly that's a good point absolutely we can't let this actress make her own character yeah 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 she has to be a foreman god uh uh, i'm sure it's talked about you know the character is sort of like well why is this character popular there has to be certain personality traits that she has but then she can also make her own chance take her own chances on occasion she can she can stretch out as an actor you know yeah, Mike how, how they feed it to them, you know. Swantech wants to be Red Foreman in his life. He says here in the chat, Red Foreman is exactly who I channel most of my days. Get married, have kids, pay bills, and uh, you in turn and you turn into that angry dad. He says he, he's the ball guy, right? He was a guy. It was Clarence Boddicker yeah. in, in RoboCop, right? Yeah, Clarence Boddicker is a totally good bad guy. He was also a good bad guy. Oh in my dead, god! In Dead Poet Society, he, he he did a good job of acting in that movie. He, he's, the, he's the father of the son who commits suicide. I'm going to show you a picture here. Do you Obviously. remember what Laura Prepon looked like on that 70s show, The Redhead? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, I remember being like, yeah, she, she was an attractive woman. I'm going to show you a picture of her now. It, hasn't she been one of the she few She looks ones? like a Hollywood fucking 
Courtney mess. Cox. Oh my God, dude! Really? Look at this picture. Wow. What? What happened? Look at that. Look at that nose. How it's been pulled back. The thin eyebrows. She's no longer redheaded. Wow. And that's fucking Clarence Boddicker on the right. Yeah. He's actually looks like an old guy though. Yeah. Wait. Well, as well, he should. He was again in RoboCop. He was. He was actually Sayonara RoboCop. He was a good bad guy. Look at this fucking oh dead-eyed serious shit here. Oh. What what what? Look what at I, how sad those two people are. Scientology is no longer part of my life. Oh. <laughs> I have no emotions. My emotions have been completely surgically removed from my face. If I make any sort of movement, I love that 70s show. It was such a good time being on that 70s show. I'm sorry with all the medication I'm on and the and all the wires holding my face together, I really can't afford to do anything beyond a boring sort of is that her husband yeah that's ben foster and i also <laughs> talk like this because i'm a very serious actor actor i'm an actor but he's shorter than her <laughs> right isn't that sort of a, a, a an oddity maybe you know there's something to that you know like uh, you know him being shorter than her but look at that some, i know you're right they have the, 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 there's an let's there's look a, at her from the 2000s look at look at this prepon that's the one i remember what? She's perfect. She's Look at that smiley is. girl. She's pretty. Look at that. So happy. Had the world ahead of her. And then she became that. Because basically, this woman's not had a very good career. And then post, she became that. Post that 70s show, what that has she done, right? Yeah. Became that. Ooh. It's okay to age. You know, I like But even just older. look at the happiness. Look what this look what this oh, town know, does to you. <laughs> that's a happily happily married couple. Oh, think of think of the bad LA marriages. I'm gonna come here and fall in love I'm too. I'm so successful. <laughs> I go to a deli and I pretend to eat food. I really just regurgitate it into my cup of coffee <laughs> and I drink it like a fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i wonder like because again her career because that 70s show very successful show i liked it had solid moments what did she do after that because her career kind of uh, she did movies and stuff and i think she was on a couple sitcoms on cbs she, yeah. she made enough money to where she had to pull back her face with fucking wires wow. to stay relevant wow i mean whitney cummings did it she's made wow. a clay now wow they all do it Charlotte Flair, the wrestler, oh. completely made of clay. Now. Rick Flair's daughter. Oh yeah, oh. she looks completely different. Oh man, yeah, it's they're all clay pigeons it, now. It, it still exists. That that was an issue. I remember this was discussed in the eighties. This is part of the reason why I'm so frustrated about just and, and I mistakenly transfer that frustration out of your generation, but that that's wrong. So I apologize for that. It is our culture. Uh, it was the same. You know, fake tits were starting to really happen in the 80s, and a lot of plastic surgery was happening in the 80s, you know? And, and it's just like, uh, I remember being, and people like, you know, oh my God, this is so, why are you doing this desecrating your body? It hasn't changed at all. Yeah. Uh, everything with the Me Too movement, movement that, that didn't change. Well, here's, it still exists. Here's another thing for you the know? fucking, for people, for right wing YouTubers to sink their teeth into Grey's Anatomy cast its first non binary doctor. Now, this means, Crow, that this character doesn't. It, identify with a gender with a gender it's a, bl a blank sheet of paper yeah um so it's wrong to ask what is the what is the actor or actress actually play because the actor is actually non-binary i think too so uh, how do you what do you say do you say they them if they're a person them, they're a person per, oh yeah. this person 
Um, if, if you said this person, is that actually appropriate? Can you say this person? Yeah. Okay. They yeah. and them. Them has, to me, when I think of them, it's like them, them, you know? Like it's, it, it seems pejorative to me. Here's my thing with this, though, is they're going to come on and she's going to come on and be like, hello, I'm non-binary doctor so-and-so Wilson or whatever the fuck. <laughs> It, I'm more like you'd have to establish it as the character. Yeah. But they're just going to beat you with it. Like every inch of her character is going to be about being non-binary. Yeah. <laughs> always non-binary. She's not always, just a person. She's always going to be correcting people. Every yeah. every storyline involved with her will be about her being non-binary. Non-binary. <laughs> We're all just binary and non-binary. I tell you, <laughs> it is, uh, it's I mean, interesting I don't, that this but is that the zeitgeist. Is, I think true diversity, A, when we have villains that are black, <clears throat> yeah. and not just redeemable villains, actual pieces of shit yeah. that are people of color, yeah. and, and, and not we're like, we have them be pieces of shit, and then you find out why they're being pieces of shit. Yeah. And it's, it's actually a, a, a struggle. We yeah. show we show their these people are just marginalized. I thought Den, Denzel's in, in Training Day twenty years ago. Even a, now, check this out, Crow. Yeah, and I get this. So people are so into like looking back at things. Yeah, yeah. There's people. As we are. There's yeah. people now that are like, was Wayne Williams even the guy that killed those people, or did, or did they just find uh, one black person no, no, the, and be the, like, he did it? I've watched that. Uh, I've watched that documentary. Having lived through that experience, that was a huge story. And Atlanta Child Murders was a national story. After they found you know? Wayne Williams, they didn't interview anybody else. Yeah, they you know, just it, assumed. You want to know what happened after Wayne Williams was arrested and put in? Prison? Nobody was murdered. Yeah, the murders actually stopped. <laughs> that actually happened. You know, so it's like, you know, yes, I'm sure the investigation. Who knows what they were under a tremendous amount of pressure the i think i think george bush went down there the vice president went to atlanta basically to say okay we're gonna get the feds involved in this too like there were a lot of resources being poured into atlanta trying to catch this cat you know it was like uh and and i think it would that's just uh yeah you know so the crown ozark you tiger king and umbrella academy have all had three billion watch minutes ozark i heard ozark is good I never watched Ozark. I think the first season had that. Like the as yeah. the later seasons go, like the Crown, Ozark, and you, that's all season one. And they're all kind of fading a little bit now. Yeah. So like a three year run, is that a good expectation to have, maybe? Oh yeah. Like if you oh, yeah. three I mean Ozark I think is in four or five seasons. Yeah, a three or four year run is good. Yeah. <laughs> let's okay. get back. Okay. And then of course, let's go to the basement because we're getting into T V history next. Yeah. I'm trying to keep you yeah. on your one o'clock. I appreciate exit that. here. I appreciate uh, the entire early fringe division is basically all CW shows. We got the big leap and home sweet home two points, two point four, seven, four, two point four oh nine. And then number three, Walker, Texas Ranger, nine hundred and fifty four thousand. The they CW a, shows. Oh, yeah. They remade Walker, Texas Ranger. Who's playing Chuck Nor- Norris's character? Uh, Jared Padalecki from uh, from fucking uh, <sighs> Supernatural. You want to see wow. the trailer for it? That, that was my grand before my grandfather died. That was my it was his favorite. He liked Walker, Texas Ranger. My aunt and uncle. I went to see my aunt and uncle in Troy, Ohio. Yeah, and they watched that show. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, it is. Uh, you know, it's got because of the western thing. The western still has a. You know. So what did I miss? You may run. I see her sometimes. Got a fucking. 
weird dance music. Yeah, well, he's like a country and well. Because when I when I think country, I think dead mouse. I know. What I mean, have a country twang to it. It's got a transition into that, so to speak. Country music, so to speak, transition. Country music is white nationalist dog whistling, and it doesn't exist anymore. If you like America or country music, you're a fucking racist. Well, that I mean, I mean, it might be true. Yeah, I mean, I thought that. But those are the absolutes now. Those are the absolutes now. If you are patriotic, you are a you support the Klan. Well, it's God. No, I, I don't know if that's the next day. Only on the It shouldn't be the message, but it just. I need to know that you have mine. She looks like nobody likes. She looks like a server at a Walker Texas Ranger restaurant. <laughs> I'm here serving you your appetizers. But what listen, would you like? Would you like the Walker burger or the Chuck? It's made with Chuck Norris roast. Let, let me hear her voice. It sounded terrible. It's like nails on a chalkboard. I want to hear her voice oh, again. Yeah. And I got your back. That is my job. But I, I got your back. It sounds like that. You're <laughs> fucking racist. I need to know that you have mine. I need to know I that you have mine. I need to know that you have people of color in head. Yeah. I need to know that we're going to treat marginalized people equally. <laughs> on this show it is here again i go back to it and i say it every time and you know something keith if you can you can tell me to shut up you can tell me to shut up if this is old to you tell me to shut up identity politics and you can say well you're a white straight man of course you're going to think that you're at the very top you're we're at the I top of that. hollywood baby I, I, we got yeah. four people watching this podcast right I, now I, uh, that's our platform yeah i mean i I've certainly been accused of uh, being a mediocre man. There's no doubt about that. That that has come out a bit from the younger generation. Oh, I mean, that'd be you know? great. I'd love you to know? be mediocre. Mediocre yeah. people make a great living in yeah. this town. <laughs> We're trying to change that. And, and it is, We're trying to make it to where everything is just bad. And that, and we'll all, that's true communism. All entertainment will just be fucking terrible. And then we'll all be equal and make the same amount of no money. Because we're all terrible. <laughs> Well, the thing about it, I, I don't. Uh, well, that's a very neoliberal concept. I, I, I don't. Uh, Communist capitalism is dead. The the only thing, the identity politics, the only th- politics we should ha- we should have is the extremely wealthy control everything. We need to start murking off some of these rich people. And, and, and there needs to be a real changing of the way the economy Bro, is regulated and the way capitalism is regulated. Someone needs that doesn't make you a Marxist. To slit Jeff Bezos's throat. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't want to start dart rumors. On that. That'll uh, yeah. get us pulled off YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but it is a... Uh, that's what the concern should be. And the other stuff, you know, and it's easy to say that I'm not trans. I think it would be a very difficult life. It is offensive when people say, oh, they're doing it for attention. Keith, they're doing it for attention. They're not doing it I'm for attention. A, There's better things to do to get attention than have real gender identity issues. I'm just a digital. I, I, I got a feeling that that's not an easy thing to do, you know, or to be, you know. I'm a digital cowboy. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> you know something, son? We gotta have a talk to talk we're like Southern here, white men do. We're just here trying to rave and party and listen to EDM music, and you're here busting our chill. <laughs> That's all we're trying to do. Do you understand that? You know? Uh, it's doing well, though. People love it, but they like Jared Padalecki. He's a dreamboat. Well, he, you know, he's, again... 
Women like a ruggedly handsome man. In Chicago, there were a lot of female Blackhawks fans. When they were great, they liked the Blackhawks because they're rugged. They're rugged. They don't talk too much. You know what I mean? Again, strong, silent type. Strong, silent. He's assured of himself. I can, I'll still be in control of the reins. <laughs> Because he won't talk back. So but, let's get into you know? TV history here. <laughs> but I, I can tell him to do things like a mule. He'll take care of that. You know, <laughs> that is my impression of, of what women. <laughs> we got three women. days to look at it. TV history here. You know. We're going to go to November 1st. Sure. Um, we're going to look at 1972. The first gay themed movie that certain summer. Ooh. debuts you were too young for this yeah but, but, but your, your mom was probably very all about this movie oh, oh, oh yeah i'm telling you again i'll go back to it this is part of the thing with one of my you know, critiques of i don't know what it is we still haven't resolved certain issues that don't need to be discussed anymore when i was in the 70s i went to unitarian church they had gay marriages like in 1978 you know so i, I like gay people were definitely a little bit more accepted at that time aids as i said a million times shut all of that down until literally maybe eight to ten years ago that's literally the truth and so right now there is a renaissance of it it is a ray of hope to me aponte says i uh he says this will be the episode where keith took the red pill i didn't take the red pill i think they're all i think you know what I, aponte was saying this will be the episode that keith took the red pill yeah yeah, yeah. the red pill meaning what you don't yeah. know what that means well, it, 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 it's the it's uh, when people turn republican yeah, yeah they red pill him it's a matrix thing because in matrix he offers him two pills yeah the, the blue, blue pill yeah, or the, the red, red pill. pill yeah it's no what is what the is red, explain the logic yes because the i was logic. shitting on having like i was shitting on the non-binary characters and stuff well, like I that mean, I, and i'm not but that's i'm not shitting on it i'm just shitting on the obviousness of it and the yeah. fact that they're gonna be like hi i'm jack Bi i'm jack non-binary of the non-binary family it's like they're just gonna fucking lay over the head with it there's gotta you know there's definitely gonna be there's definitely gonna be a bathroom episode there's definitely oh, yeah. gonna be a bathroom episode here's how i am comfortable with that well when we live in homes together and girls and boys you share the same fucking bathroom you know what i mean maybe you're not in it at the same time sometimes you are you know it's like how is that a problem you know if you're in your own discrete space why does that bother you you know when you're at home with it when you're kids no that's but you're that's doing. not even the that well, you're getting into a different the issue is even questioning it it's it's just these people exist don't even, why do you well, even exactly. care yeah yeah exactly, exactly. but that's, that's my point. point exactly and that's is, mine too don't Absolutely. even bring it up. Yeah. Bring it up one time is that for don't the history. Ask, don't ask, don't tell. And then just have them be a regular character. Yeah, yeah. It's the fact that, like, this is our gay character and everything about him is a gay storyline. This is our non-binary character and yeah. everything about them will be a non-binary storyline. But this it, is our trans character and everything about this yeah. character. Like, like there's pigeonholed no, into there's that. There's no nuance. Trans yeah. people have personalities. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I hear and what you're saying. And they don't talk about being yeah. trans all the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They live lives. They have work stress at stress. Well, they work also know that if they do, they might get a bullet and, put in their head in this yeah, country. Well, you know, and that's yeah. also why I won't get red pilled because I'm not in denial of that. Like, yeah. I'm not saying it's not important to have these characters. Yeah, I'm just saying be more creative and have it be a little more normal. nuanced, nuanced, and normalize. And so, like yeah. it's not a big deal anymore. Yeah, like when comics go on stage and go, so I'm a gay man. Yeah, and back in the day, they'd get a big applause, and now no one gets an applause, and some comics will be like, oh, "What do you guys? You guys afraid of the gay?" person like no, it's, no it's we not, don't give a fuck yeah i know tell your joke it, man it's over it's over we, exactly we love you yeah you're not gonna get the pat on the back anymore for just saying you're a thing yeah yeah well, okay that, 
what now? Yeah. <laughs> Again, it is it is this weird. They almost do it. So I'm gay, and then they go to bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, we're not so <laughs> like okay. So is my uncle. It, the whole thing about just just. <laughs> Again, identity politics. I go back to the identity politics of it all. And it is just... So let's watch a scene from this gay movie It is wealthy people and the way the economy is regulated. It is part of the reason why things have gone so haywire. And things are so kind of, you know, messed up and not well organized. You can bitch about the government. There's there's certain reasons why it hasn't been allowed to succeed in certain ways, too. Just because that narrative has been rammed. Is this part of that gay that gay TV? What the fuck? Is oh, this that gay TV movie? Hey, yeah. thanks for the ball. Get it? He's a macho guy. Like, like, like that was the extent of the an, the analysis back then. Was like, you mean there can be masculine gay men? You know, because gay men were just deemed such fairies. You know, you know, and, and like there can be a masculine gay man. What, what are they in some like? What do you find out? This is a two-minute clip. Are they in Amsterdam? Look how gay he walks. That's Hal Holbrook. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Charlie Sheen. I think that they're... Martin Sheen? You said Charlie Sheen. No, no, it's, it's Martin Sheen. Sorry, it's... Listen. Go on. Save us a place. Because it's two men walking together. Well, it, and, and, and they're, in that, they're in that part of the park where that would happen, you know? <laughs> They're by the boulders. It, it you know what happens by the boulders? I, mean, I remember being young, and like there was a wayside in my town in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. There was a wayside that was known to be a gay pickup area. That's how desperate gay people were in like a you know a town of fifty thousand people in Wisconsin. There was one gay bar called Maggie's, that of course was then called Ooh. Faggies. Of course, oh that yeah, was the name. That's and, a good one. And, I mean, that's not a good word, but that's yeah. a good pull for yeah. whoever hillbilly came up with that. That was that guy was probably the king of the town for the week. Absolutely. Who came up with that? Yeah, yeah. You know, so so it was. Daryl calls it faggies. You know, and like, so there's a university there. So there were some university kids there, and there were kids from like, and people from like 25 miles away. There was only gay bar. I heard about people. <laughs> Bailey says, what a gay bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I know the bridge is like, I know it's a little bit like. The big hump one. I know. I'm like, what is that? I, are they at like some sort of Disneyland of 1972? I was like, what is that? Yeah, I was confused. But, but that is. Uh, uh, anyway, that, that's how ham-handed it was. You know? All right, well, let's go back anyway. to this ham here. Here, here yeah, let's watch the pretty... They, they play... Public displays. Is that the only reason? Yep. Yeah. Did you ever hold hands with your wife? That's... different. I didn't say that. These are old man records. Well, you know he's them. gay because he's wearing white pants. Well, exactly, exactly. Oh, and, he, and he says, collar popped. You can tell the dude in the in the Woody Allen jacket is an old hand at sucking cock. <laughs> you never put a thumb in an asshole before. <laughs> well, I guess didn't like, you have a munch on your wife's fucking button? Oh man, I mean before before Stonewall, it wasn't like it was liberation. After that, it was still, I guess in the early seventies they would just bring like pickup trucks or like big eighteen wheelers down by the docks in New York City, and dudes would just go in and fuck each other. It's like oh. Well, what a what a tough life, you know what I mean? To have that, be, you know. What's the point of confusing him? He's just a kid. He's a pretty bright kid, though. Bright enough to handle something like this. You don't think so? Oh, so he's got a kid and he doesn't want him to know he's gay. So yeah. he's just pretending we're just buddies. Yeah. 
which is closet friends. Yeah, so they're dealing know? with that. They're maneuvering the waters again. They're trying to do this on Gray's Anatomy. Oh, but 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 it is it, it is it is that kind of hard circle they're going to be in. You know, where well on Gray's Anatomy, hole. they're just like not doing it creatively. They're just doing it the whole like I'm gay, I'm trans, I'm here for work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then they have to have the you know the nuances that the, the difficulties that come up at tense moments. You know. You know, maneuvering those waters, but but again, back to your point. Yeah, people don't give a shit like the. It's well, that was the clip. The post homophobic, or I don't know, that can change though, man. That can change. So let's take know? a little bit of stroll back to 1972 on TV. People are watching popular shows such as Rowan and Martin's Laughing. Oh, still on Columbo, Marcus have, Welby, MD. I you watched that show. Columbo or Marcus Welby? Both of those, but but not uh, Laughing. I was too young for that. Uh, the know? Odd Couple, who were. Gay. Oh, I watched that. I watched the Odd Couple. Da, ba, da, ba, da. Quit trying to touch my leg hair. Well, well they're all. They're two bachelors. I just want to stroke it. <laughs> I love the theme. There's nothing wrong with petting a man. The, the theme of men getting kicked out of their marriage. Like get the, the, the scene. Tony Randall gets a frying pan. Like when you see it from a woman's hand. Like that was the image they gave of like you're kicked out of the house because he's a neat freak and he's a slob. Ba ba da ba da. That was a big movie in '68. Hell Big yeah. movie with Walter Matthau and Jack Lemmon, I think. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, children and teenagers are currently watching television shows such as Lassie, Underdog, oh, yeah. The Pink Panther Show, and All in the Family. Oh, I, I watched All in the Family. If you're a kid or My a teenager, then you're probably playing with touch, such toys such as Motorific slot car toys it says uh verdi bird which was a toy helicopter yeah uno and big jim which was an action figure oh i had a big jim you had a big jim i had a big jim what was big jim let's look at big jim big jim what he had this afro like this weird bristled hair he didn't have a grip though (laughs) was he black joe no 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 it wasn't an afro it was it was like this tight like it was like white nationalist hair now you know oh wow look Uh, at him with this rare rare black man body maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong I thought maybe I'm confusing with G.I. Joe. Like the, yeah, I remember Big Jim. But he you know was a muscle guy. But Big Jim wasn't a guy. <laughs> what a is that not gay? <laughs> oh, that's a gay man, dude. <laughs> but but it was uh, 72 from 86 by Mattel in North America. He was renamed Kid Asiro in Latin America. Mark Strong in Europe. Originally inspired by G.I. Joe, the Big Jim line was a smaller size, closer to 10 inches, and each figure included a push button in the back that made the character execute a karate chop. The action for uh, figure's arms were made of uh, plastic vinyl material and yep. contained a mechanism that simulated the bulge of a bicep. Absolutely, I I, I didn't have a, I had a, the six, he was more of a secret agent and also had a very large variety of outfits. I had a six million dollar man and a and a GI Joe doll. Obviously, I've told the story before about my six million dollar or my yeah my six million dollar man toy. I told you about that, right? Yeah. What a good lead-in show to this gay movie, the Paul Lynn show, led into that certain summer. Yeah. Well, he. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, we'll put those two shows together. Maybe we'll get an audience there. Like they're they're, they're dipping their toes in the gay market with that 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 decision. You know. Yeah. Uh, I so mean, if yeah, you ever watch episodes of Match Game, they'd say fag on air and stuff. It's like amazing. You homo, get out of here, you, you homo. You know, what are you? Nineteen seventy-eight, the first broadcast of Different Strokes airs. Yeah. I, I was hooked. I was heavily into that show, and then by nineteen eighty, highest paid sit, uh, television actor in te- in, uh, of anyone at that time, highest paid television actor Gary Coleman made three million dollars a year in TV in nineteen eighty, and what a tragic life! <laughs> Just completely fell apart. Mike Swantek goes, "What a tough life." Gay talk with Adam. <laughs>
<laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> well, but I mean, again, the, the idea of just like, yeah, they're doing it for attention. No, they're so not. So in 78, was it weird that a white guy adopts a little black kid on television? Was uh, it like, oh. Well, what it was is that was a normal, see, it wasn't normally, there was an NBC show, not a CBS show, but you could tell NBC was like, we're going to ride on the coattails of the popularity of Norman Lear. We're going to do our own kind of version of that. But it was, it, it, you know, that would not be made today. You know, I mean, basically what it was, it says his maid was, was their mother. She dies and they don't have a father around. Mm-hmm. And, and so they get, they have to move in with like the wealthy family. And I loved it for about two or three, two or three years. Different strokes was my show. Different strokes was my show. I thought it was funny. I liked it even in my even in my very early teens. I'd still watch an episode of Different Strokes when I was 13, 14. I would. I'll admit it. Stream restarted again. I apologize. <laughs> I mean, I know that that's an admission on my part, but that show uh, The date is November 3rd, 1978, and it is a Friday. The movie Midnight Express was the top of the box office on oh, November 3rd. Yeah, uh, Oliver Stone wrote that. And that that is a Turkish prison movie, and there's gay sex themes in that too, you know? Uh, Scott Davis is the main actor in that. He was in Roots. He also he was in a um, uh, the Eight Chariots of Fire, and he died of AIDS. You know, <laughs> he died. Yeah, that's what happened to him. You know, so but he try was, and put some shit from anyway, uh, this. This this show has taken a shit. taken a lavender turn. I think lavender. <laughs> I'm gonna put on commercials from 1978. While oh, we do I this. love it. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta. Oh, we're that. almost done. Yeah, yeah, cool. 78. I remember this year. For, I sent a game of the week from NFL Films of the AFC Championship game, the 77 season. It was in January of 78 of the Raiders and Broncos. The soundtrack on that is arguably the greatest soundtrack in sports history. It is NFL Films at its absolute brilliance. There was intrigue, like a team was having a drive and they were responding. Short passes to Dave Casper from Ken Stabler. Eight yards, six yards. TV was still selling you glamour. You know, that's what they were doing. Oh, that woman is beautiful. Oh, my God. She's cast for a reason. You know, her face popped. I apologize, guys. Ooh, look at this. Her legs. There's a certain... Look at this. Oh, he's like... A, he's Dracula. <laughs> so, uh... Did you I'm, see that commercial? Yeah. Did, did you see where the eyes... The eyes moved on, on the little... We gotta go back and watch that again. Look at this. Okay, he's Dracula. Then look at the eyes. Oh, because it looks like that. He's got a foot thing. He's well, like, yeah, look yeah, at those like, feet. Look at those woofers, baby. It's also like, you can get away with it, guys. On Check TV, out. people are watching shows such as MASH, Barnaby Jones, Faulty Towers, and Taxi. Meanwhile, gamers are playing such titles as Pursuit, Gunfight, Breakout, and Space Invaders. Oh, Space Invaders was huge. Kids and teenagers are watching TV shows such as Bag Puss. I never watched that. The Muppet Show, Captain yep. Caveman, and Teen Angels, and I, Godzilla. I watched Captain Caveman. Cavey? I watched that, absolutely. Did they talk like that? What, what, the Caveman had like a, his, his club had like weird powers. You could open it up and it would shoot things out. And he, like he had this kind of, it was kind of a fat Albert-y thing too. Look up Captain Caveman. Let's see if we, we can get a little to. bit of that. Yeah. These commercials. Yeah, look, well, I'm waiting in my gas line. My Seve Citation can wait in my gas. Actually, it was 79 when that happened. Well, the commercials are delayed. Absolutely. And the Teen Angels. Yeah, yeah. This was like... Oh, it was they, a cartoon? Yeah, absolutely. It was a, it was a cartoon. Absolutely. Yeah, they would have like... Uh, God. Captain 
So it was Cousin It. Set free by the teen angels from his prehistoric block of glacier ice comes the world's first See, this is a Scooby-Doo thing, too. Scooby-Doo, folks. This is a Hanna-Barbera show, I believe. Now the constant companion to the See? teen angels. Brenda, Dee Dee, and Taffy in their hilarious... I watched it because I was kind of attracted to those, girls, those animation girls. I was attracted to them. <laughs> Uh, if you're, I was like nine. If you're a kid or a teenager, you're probably playing with such toys such as Battleship, Dungeons and Dragons, Lego Technic, uh, and Mattel Electronic Football. I've always taken a pride, Keith. My my parents, this is how out of touch they were with me. My parents bought an, a box game of, of Dungeons and Dragons when I was a teenager. Like, hey, we heard this is a pretty fun game. You might like it. And I was just like, no. I am not playing Dungeons and Dragons. We're going to 1988, now. and I have never played Dungeons and Dragons. And you it's know a hard game. It's it's a bit. You got to like put a lot of energy and time and, into and it. And you know something? I, I never would play that game. I wouldn't play Gamma World either. I think that separates. Me. I'm uncool, but I ain't that uncool. I mean, it's those games are hard though. You have to be insanely creative to play those games. Yeah, well, oh, we're gonna work on that streak in your personality, Adam. I think they knew I had that. They no, but like there, I've gone into D and I've played it a couple times, and you do go into it thinking like this is gonna be easy. These dorks are just making things up, but yeah. you have to get intricate with it. It's completely on. Like you'll say, okay, your your group has arrived at a cemetery. What are you guys gonna do now? Yeah, and whatever, like. You can't just be like, let's fucking smoke weed. Like you can, you'll just, you'll that. Like you have to have a purpose. Like you have to like use like, okay, my character is a villainous guy. So he probably wants to fucking dig up some bodies. And then, and then it's up to the dungeon master to be like, oh, you dug up a body and it came to life and it killed one. Like you have to like, really, it's like, respond to that. It's like improvising, but with fantasy. So basically, it's like an episode of La Brea is what yeah, we're talking about here. It, exactly. Yeah, it, it Except is. for you just have like, okay, you you fell into a sinkhole and now you're in prehistoric LA. What are you guys going to do next? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're trying to tap into... I, I never... I just... I am proud of myself. I was a sports nerd. I was obviously a sports nerd. I knew stats, numbers, figures. It's part of the reason why I should have been better at math than I was. But when I, when I got the discipline to get better at math, I could do calculus pretty easily. I was able to figure it out. You know, I had that breakthrough. I was decent with numbers because of baseball yeah. in particular. So 1988, talk show Geraldo Rivera's Nose is Broken by Roy Innes. We watched we that watched last that exactly. week. But let's go back. It's uh, November 3rd. It's a Thursday. Uh, Halloween 4, it's a Thursday in 1988. Halloween 4 was at the top of the box office. Uh, That movie is, it's unwatchable. Well, it doesn't exist anymore now because of the Halloween 2018 movies. Wow. They they nulled it from canon. They did? So how do you get rid of it? You just, you don't show it or something? No. You don't sell it out? In in the franchise's mind. Oh, oh, in the the story. It happened. Yeah. It's just, they don't. They don't acknowledge it anymore. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like they somehow were able to wipe it off, like cancel the in movie. The new, you know? In the new Halloween canon. Yeah. You have Halloween from 1978, yep. Halloween from 2018, and Halloween Kills. Those are the only three that matter now. They don't even have Halloween 2 anymore? Nope. And Halloween 2 was a... I tell you something. That movie was a that that made money. I saw that. Well, because I think Halloween two Halloween two has a lot to do with her being Laurie uh, Michael Myers' sister. Oh yeah, and that is not a thing anymore. They've taken that out of continuity. God, how dare they do that? I have indignation. People okay? probably are upset oh, of about it. Of course they are, because people have terrible lives and they live vicariously through the awful world of entertainment. That's a moment from Adam. Crucius. On TV, people are still watching Columbo, Magnum PI, 
my two dads and in the heat of the night children and teenagers are watching mr rogers neighborhood the smurfs muppet babies and teenage mutant ninja turtles in 88 we're starting to get toward like my cartoons that i remember yes mutant ninja turtles that was a real thing where i was i knew i was like well i'm a college kid yeah i don't pay attention to anything like that. if you're a kid or a teenager then you're playing with touch toys such such toys such as speak and spell the Commodore 64, Garbage Pail Kids, and the Nintendo Entertainment yeah, System. Garbage Pail Kids. I remember hearing about those. That's like when I watched the movie Big. I liked the movie Big, but I was like, eh, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm 18, 19 years old. You know, I can't, I don't really relate to this. Crocious, we're going to really hit your heart now. We're going to November 3rd, 1998. A little movie called Shakespeare in Love <laughs> premieres in New York. <laughs> The date is November 3rd, 1998, and it is a Tuesday. I'm so glad I don't tell that. John Carpenter's Vampires was at the top of the box office. Uh, On TV, people are watching such shows, Party of Five, Friends, Hercules, uh, The Legendary Journeys, and Xena, Warrior Princess. This is the height of my television watching right here. Xena was huge. Xena was massive. Andromeda. Do you remember Andromeda? Yes. Yes. Was that a follow-up science fiction show? Kevin Sorbo, dude. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I never watched it. They like they it's it's they're they're in the Andromeda galaxy. It's just about life travailing the space of another galaxy. Because basically, don't they basically say Andromeda is that's the, the that's like our ba- it's like right next the, to us. It's yeah. the one closest to probably what our ours yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same yeah. shape. There might actually be life in it potentially. Kids and teenagers are watching shows such as Tales from the Crypt Keeper, which I had to look up. I didn't know they had an animated Tales from the Crypt. Uh, Little Bear, Kablam, and Men in Black of the series. I never saw any of the Men in Black movies. Oh, dude, they're great. Yeah, I know people. Li- love I only them. saw them because David Cross was in them. Yeah, I was a big David Cross mark. You were you were a comedy nerd at a young age. Oh yeah. Who was your when you think of your comics like first like two or three? Because I have my two. I or loved three. Howie Mandel as a kid. I tell you, I said said it before. Loved Howie Mandel. I have never seen an audience laugh harder, and I've seen he murders thousands dude. of stand up shows at the Laugh Factory here in L.A. He went up one time. I'm not lying. Every single fucking thing he did got uproarious laughter. He killed. And I've seen Dwayne Kennedy fucking murder. No, it was the biggest. Anyway, Howie Mandel. Okay, so who else? Who uh, else? We have the last day. Who, who, who else was there? Oh, uh, um, I mean, I remember watching early stand-up spotlights. Like, I remember watching this comic named, uh, I like Bobby Collins. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I like this dude named fucking Ray Thomas. Uh, there was this dude named fucking Larry Amaros. Do you remember Larry Amaros? How about, how about Bobby Slayton? Bobby, you know, Sl- I don't remember the Pitbull. I came okay. on to him later. Okay. Um, and then I, I liked Leary. I liked Dennis Leary as yeah. a kid because yep. he was very animated. He attracts a seven-year-old that their parents let cuss. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. We're going to November 5th now, by the way. Okay. 1985, CBS premieres Stone Pillow, a dramatic movie made for TV starring Lucille Ball as a homeless woman. Oh, I remember that. Absolutely. Oh, honey, she was like, I don't know if it was much of a leap for her, given the punishment she did to her body. I mean, she was a good old fashioned female drunk. Good for her, man. She back in the day, performers could be drunks and it was kind of endearing. I mean, the entire Rat Pack, their entire gag was just them being boozy. Look at this. You know, look at Lucy. Oh, yeah, I remember this. 
That's not Lucy. Morning, she, Mama. She, she befriends. Well, top of the morning to you, Daggett. I got you one of yesterday's sandwiches. I hope you enjoy it. Oh, gee. Oh, say it, uh, sir. You got me a sandwich here. <laughs> top of the morning is this to Mary, you. Is this Mary Poppins or watching a... Yeah, it's Lucille Ball. I thought, because she befriends someone, she has to do, like, deal with the realm of sexual assault. The movie Jagged Edge was top of the box office on November 5th, Ooh, 1985. Uh, that was my first introduction to uh, to uh, a Rod- Robert Loja. My first introduction to Robert Loja. You see, I uh, he was in uh, Scarface before that, but he's in Jagged Edge with Glenn Close and Jeff Bridges. It was, it was like, a mer- like a thriller, you know? It's curly-haired Howie Mandel, Aponte. 80s fucking Howie Mandel. That's I, what I was on. I had never seen someone kill so hard. So, so hard. hard. On TV in 1985, people are watching popular shows such as Facts of Life, Only Fools and Horses, The Cosby Show, and Murder, She Wrote. What year? 1985. Yeah. Yeah, that makes God facts of life still a still the facts of life. I watched that till I was thirteen because I, I knew that I I had an attraction. Isn't that a spinoff of another show? Oh, uh, it was different strokes. Different show. Okay, Mrs. Garrett was, was like the their housekeeper, maid, yeah. yeah, who replaced the woman who died, the African American woman who died, who was you know uh, Arnold's and Willis's she mother. She wasn't tokeny enough. So so then they she she went to a uh, a all girls school and she was always giving lessons. Natalie, look at they got her. Why being would comedy. you want to do that, Natalie? Why do you want to say she's got to make Asian jokes? She's got to make Asian jokes. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Shut up. I'll shut up. What if they throw a fish at her? (laughs) Bonjour, no Giuseppe. Bonjour, no Tony. Bonjour, no Flora. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, I'm glad to see you. You smell like shit, Flora. But you see, she's part of the city. By the way, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I mean, I don't think in 80s New York, it was. Oh no, she would have had her throat slit. Yeah, it 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 was real. It was not this endearing. Hey, I'm a bum. It's 1936. Get the fuck away from me, you you smelly cunt. I know. Yeah, it would be like it would be very harsh. Yeah, throwing fucking hot wax at her. Yeah, yeah, it's. Kids and teenagers are watching shows such as Mr. Rogers, Danger Mouse, Heathcliff, and Adventures of the Gummy Bears. I what year was that? Eighty five. Yeah, I was not watching any of that, and I was a teen. I was Growing 86. Pains is also on. Who's the boss? The A Team. Riptide. Riptide was big on CBS. North and South. Uh, that was a miniseries, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, on ABC. Uh, yeah, fucking thir- 23 million people watch that yeah, shit. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing Stories. Oh, th- th- that was a Late Spielberg. Night. It was a Spielberg-produced uh, thing. And, and that was like a... I remember Costner was in an episode that was, it was a B-52 bomber, one of those uh, flying fortresses in the Second World War. Yeah. Lands. And, and, and it's because the... Well, anyway, they have to get it. A tail gunner is like caught underneath the the, uh, the plane and they know they're going to have to land it and he's going to die. But his, he's, a, he's an animator and he draws a... Uh, a a a, a plane, a, a whatever tire coming out of the wing, and, and the imaginary sort of the the, the animation uh, tire comes out of the wing, and they're able to land in London, and he survives because of. It. But he's in this trance, like his imagination was able to create this sort of. It was like the aha video, like that's literally what the tire looked like. The aha video, it came out. I remember that. Uh, Rob Aponte says North and South was trying to be Roots. Oh, absolutely. Listen, Roots was, there were so many knockoffs of the long-winded miniseries. Shogun in 1981, Chiefs, the Wayne Rogers-themed uh, show, uh, was based like a, in the Civil Rights Times. You know, Let's it was see. Like, we'll go down the chat to close out the rest of the show. Lucille Ball, oh, Oscar, or Oscar the Grouch. 
or as Oscar the Grouch. That's yeah. what that is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he says, great connection. That was the golden era of spinoffs, the 80s. Absolutely. Uh, and Rob Aponte says, what do you guys think of trickle-down economics, fellas? I know, exactly. I mean, this is this is what uh, we're living in now. North and South is trying to be roots. Th- there's a hose over there? No, there's not. I gotta drink myself some straight... This is bizarre. Uh, Kellum says you get crocious on Reaganomics and uh, he'll tear, he says, and he will tear your parents' America to shreds. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because we're living in it right now. In the, yeah. In the, in, in the ripple. We're all Lucille Ball. Yeah. No kidding. All right. That's, all right. Uh, we're getting close. Do you want to ease it out? All right. I'm going to go. Well, you can walk away. I'm going to close out the show. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, oh, let me start. I got to hit the. There we go. Thank guys, so thanks much. for watching. Uh, you can follow Crocious on social media at Insecure Comic. Uh, seems like a very abrupt ending, but we're, we're, we gotta we gotta peter it out here. He's at Insecure Comic on Twitter. Great Twitter feed. Uh, Adam Crocious everywhere else. I am Keith Paisel on Twitter. K e i t h p a e s e l. I'm also on Instagram, TikTok. This is Keith Paisel on TikTok. Hit up the TikTok. Um, KeithPaisel.com for all the episodes. Um, hit up pay-per-view throw us a pay-per-view donation it's how we keep this show afloat we don't want to ever do ads for you guys Uh, we'll see you next week we love you Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air?